Hey yo, we here. What is this? Episode 128. They getting under my skin early. I'm gonna play a couple whole tracks that I was in a whole vibe last week, and then we're gonna get right to it. Could have picked a better song. I'm playing two songs. Man, get the you pick the songs next week. I actually wrote them in the note. You could have said something. They're in the note. <laughs> Why is it so low? Y'all getting on my nerves. <laughs> you took all the bass away. Hey, hey. Stuck bitches, shy bitches, uh, rough bitches, don't matter, you're my, my bitches. bitches. Gold diggers with your eyes on my riches. Can't knock your hustle for reals, I bitches, I'm game tight. See it all through the platinum French frames with the French name. And the same night, pull you and your tight friend. Lift your little dress like light wind. Then I slide right in. You know the whole repertoire, US to the USSR. Sexing in the Lexus car. Match wits with the best of y'all. The rest of y'all's like vegetables in my presence. Check it. Reminiscing of nothing you ever heard. Iceberg. Slim baby. Ride rims through the suburbs. Funds coming lump sums. Never ends the bird. Get money like I'm down south. Wednesday the third is on. Dough to get more shows to rip. I suggest you on roll with the click. Who you with? Frozen wrists. Flows yeah. sick. Can't scheme on them. Rockefeller. Just another podcast, episode 128. Shout out to all the new listeners, the old listeners, everybody fucking with us on TikTok. God dang it. How many seconds have we been in? I'm going to bleep that out. Um, but I do have one thing to say. Out of the 1,500 of y'all that are interacting with our content, 118,000 of y'all have not hit the follow button. Go on Instagram and hit the follow button, please. It means a lot to us. And before we start, I actually wanted to play something else, a little bit of inspirational shit for y'all. And every good opportunity... Okay, we're not talking about pride. How many... Pride. How many people have worked at something and become good at it? Hands. I need this false humility in the body of Christ to be shut up. Mm. We gotta be good at stuff. Mm. Facts. All right, and now after that, let's get to pod and what y'all wanna do.
elaborate the clip. That was it? No, nah, it, it was a longer clip. I paid the wrong one. Oh, okay. Bloopers. Yo, yo, yo. So, he said facts. What I, I did turn y'all down when my music was going. I got you my phone. What were we supposed oh, to do? Let me find the other one. I got, and I got you. No, you didn't hear the clip, lady. I'm not breaking stuff Don't down. Don't play it again. No, I'm, I'm actually trying to find No, I heard what he said. Find. I'm just asking what was I supposed to gather from that. No, I said, I said, oh, elaborate oh. on the clip. Was that too high on four? There we go. All right, guys. Where y'all want to go with this? We can start anywhere. You know we should start with... Let's start with some non-relationship topic show. Oh, y'all want me to play the full clip? I found it. Oh, okay. Right. My bad. You didn't run back to the old vices. I needed to make sure, because where I'm about to take you, Michael, we can't even be fooling with that type of stuff. Where we're about to go, there can be no question. The level I'm about to take you to, the altitude that I'm about to take you to, we can't be fooling with that little stuff. So I had to test you this whole year to make sure we're not still dealing with those same coping mechanisms. Mm. I had to test you this year to make sure I had to touch your trauma this year to see if you would actually talk or would you bottle it in like you always done and become a volcano and shake it up until you explode on somebody. He said the test is proof of what I'm about to do. This wasn't punishment. 2022 was not punishment. It's proof that you're not the same person you used to be. This testing, even of positioning, this year has been a year of a lot of people being demoted in ways. I'm talking about what I know by the spirit. God has intentionally taken position, title, ranking, money. He's taken people lower to see if their service was dependent on a seat. I'll serve if I have a certain seat. And God said, I got to get rid of all of that for where I'm about to take you. It don't matter how they see you. It matters how I see you. There we go. That was a full clip I wanted to play. That was for me, not for y'all. Lady. No, that's, that was a great clip. Whatever, Chris. Do you want to talk to it or no? That's up to y'all. I've listened to the clip like 20 times. What you take from it, bro? I got a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I feel like I be being tested often mm-hmm. about you know what I got going on and, and where I'm at, and it's not predicated on the things I have, but the work I want to put in and what I want to put out into the world. It's not about you know what I'm saying like you said a certain seat. Some people only want to do stuff if it comes with something tangible that they can show to other people. Mm-hmm. It's not always about that. Facts. So for me, that's what I take from it. Yeah, you know, I, I actually um posted something about this trying to remember what I said in it but it's definitely deep about just how God is trying to get through to the core of you to see who you really are before you move to the next level because a lot of us have a lot of just extra on us from dealing with the world so I feel like God is just trying to strip you bare to see what side you pick because a lot of times when shit hits the fan we tend to run back to our Comfort zone. Or whatever's easy. Yeah, whatever's easy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to, you don't even have to advance. You just have to stand in who you are. Because a lot of us, we make changes. We say we're going to do this. We're going to say we're going to do that. And when the test comes, we we retreat. And I was talking to somebody about uh, how so many people are just running from themselves in general this morning. Like so many people 
like claim it's in the name of peace, but they're just running from themselves and they're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta protect my peace. No, you're just protecting your ego to a degree. Mm. And there's a lot of peace in ego too. So I think what he was saying was super deep. The sun shines, the sun always shines after a thunderstorm. And I think once we understand that the, that the sun is always out regardless, even during the thunderstorm, the sun is out. I think once we understand that and know that the day, the, today, if it's hard, it's not gonna be like that a week from now or a month from now, or <coughs> that even when times are good, prepare for bad times. It's just life in general, like this. It's ups and downs. Right, and that's just life. So I, I, I thought it was a very deep, very deep uh, clip for sure. Yeah, I probably took like a different takeaway from it just because I, I think both of you guys, it makes a lot of sense. I think for me, where it probably resonated most was this idea like for me over the last couple of years is like evolving and then working on yourself, doing the things that you think you're doing to become a better person, like doing therapy, going to the gym, doing things to like truly put yourself or respond to things differently but not truly knowing if you truly change until you're back in some of those situations, right? Mm -hmm. So like for me, it's like a lot of people can say a lot of shit like I'm evolved, I'm not, I don't get angry as much or I'm not gonna be emotional, I'm not gonna argue with women and then you get into those spots and then you find yourself right back to doing some of those old yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like this idea of like, you know, boxing's you know, the closest metaphor is like you could spar all day. Mm -hmm. We can read as many books, we can, we can talk audio, we can quote, we can post reels, but until you're back in that ring, and you really have to use some of those mechanisms in an actual battle, that's when you really know you've evolved. And we talked, I, I was talking to Kadeem about this, um, and Caitlin, actually both of them, we were talking about this idea of boundaries. And it's like, you know, I was saying like, a lot of people talk shit about boundaries, but people mm -hmm. don't truly understand what a boundary is. Mm -hmm. A boundary is something you're willing to set a whole shit on fire for, even when it's hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because when somebody crosses something, that's saying, hey, I don't care who you are, mom, cousin, sister, daughter, wife, whatever, if you cross this, this is something I have to stand on, and even when it's hard. And so for me, that's like what I took from it is like this idea of like, have you truly even grown enough to be able to handle some of the things you guys were talking about? Or have you just, or have you just regressing? Are you staying the same? So for me, it's like this idea of like true evolvement or true growth happens when you're back in that situation and you respond differently. And that's what I thought I, I took from the clip. I also want to take a time out to shout out my nigga Willie's fit. Amiri Hoodie. Check out the new Cartier's. <laughs> Hard. Kiff Denim. Yo. I got a little married today too, but my shit fake. I wanted to, uh, the, the boundaries thing you said is, is very deep because without boundaries, you don't have a shape. And without a shape, you don't have an identity. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of the times when we find ourselves, and we always talk about relationships, but relationships are when a lot of that stuff is exposed because that person is so close to you. You're dealing with somebody who's not like you that's naturally going to test your boundaries because they're not like you. <coughs> so when you bend on those, it's, it's crazy because, I'm trying not to say that no more, but um, when a no person, position. when a person can bend or compromise your boundaries, it all, it, it, it causes like, a, uh, it's hard to explain, like they can't really, it's like a distrust or a, a, It's disrespect, Chris. Yeah, it's, it's disrespect, but it also causes like, Within yourself mic. and also speaking to the mic. Just swing it that away. person can't really identify who you are because, and they can't respect, like you said, because you compromise the, uh, the boundary. It's not necessarily, I said, I said this before too, the boundaries aren't for other people. 
there are for yourself to keep. People are naturally, life is gonna test your boundaries. People are gonna test your boundaries. It's up to you to, in that, when you're in that, that's, that fork in the road, to choose the, uh, the, the, the higher path, the higher voice. Mm -hmm. So I think boundaries are more so for you. I think we always look to people like, oh, you gotta respect my boundaries. Stop. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not their job. Yeah, you gotta respect your boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. so I, like I, Willie I, said, I, you gotta stand on it when it's like when somebody's like really about to cross that line. You gotta be like, oh, I told you. I'm gonna say um, speaking to the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Can you hear me? There you go. My takeaway from that clip is that um, when you know there's something that you need to work on, or you know, I'm tired of getting upset about the same things. You're definitely gonna be tested. Like those tests are coming. I just posted something to my story yesterday. It's like be prepared for what you prayed for. That's both good things and bad things. Like when you say, take this from me, I'm so tired of being angry, I'm so tired of being this, things are gonna come to test that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the boundaries in place, you have to stand on that for yourself, not for anybody else. That test is coming just for you. And like you said, you know you've evolved when you can face those situations, not run from them, but face them and have a different response. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's that's what I got so from that. Very dope. The sucky part be when you're in the middle of an argument and you catch that old habit. Yeah. It's like, damn. like, yeah. And I, I think that's a halfway, that's a halfway pro like progression because you, you're recognizing it in the moment that you're doing something that you said you shouldn't have done in the first place, so. Yeah, no, and I think that's that's been always the, the challenge for me because I, I feel like over the last couple of years, like I've, I've experienced or been exposed to a lot of different concepts and growth ideas. And then a part of you, like, you, you hear it and you feel like it resonates with you. And you're like, yo, I got that. That's in my mm -hmm. toolbox now. And then you get back in a situation and you're still reacting the way you would have without ever being exposed to that because you, you find yourself right back there. So, like, I think for me it's, like, this idea of, like, when you truly can apply it in a fight, like, um, and metaphorically, like, that's when you know, like, when you are in those spots. Yeah. And, and Willie with that, because we are being overloaded with a whole bunch of information. Mm -hmm. And all of it's like, if it's positive, it's positive. But just because it's positive doesn't mean that it works for you. Agreed. And I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough grace. Like, we think Agreed. it's just some, some uh, like, switch we hit where it's like, okay, I'm going to be patient now. Like, it's going to be. And it's, um, what's the, I forgot that movie. Um, but it was the joint with uh, Morgan Freeman. He's like, God doesn't give you patience. He gives you opportunity to be patient. He, gives, he doesn't give you strength. He gives you opportunity to be strong. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we got to look at life and blessings and all those kind of things. It's not, not anything that's given is not going to be appreciated, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. I don't, if God just gave you patience, you think you, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be applied. Yeah. It has to be yeah. practiced like y'all said. You have to practice it. You have to you have to fall. You have to fail a few times and be like, damn, I, I could have been more patient in that moment. But it's just those, even you recognizing after the fact and being like, damn, I could have been a little more patient. That's, That's progress. Yeah. And then maybe sometime down the line, you, you've not perfected it, but you've polished it enough to actually carry it comfortably. But what's crazy is like, it's not idea. I want to stay on this for 40 minutes. Yeah, but no, but I, I want to talk about what, what Christian said. Like the idea of it is like, sometimes though, you, you don't find yourself in those situations enough to almost get the reps to like get better at mm. And that's yeah. what sometimes yeah. gets hard. Cause sometimes like like the blow-ups or the climaxes <coughs> are like more rare as we get older. And then we we my bad Willie, and then we fall into avoidance too. Mm. Like we try to avoid certain stuff. Yes. And that's where the false peace comes in. Because you're just mm. like, oh my gosh, I have peace now. <laughs> yes. But you're avoiding this situation. So how are you actually gonna get peace if you don't continue to go into right. those conversations? Agreed. 
those situations, relationships, whether it's, you know, at work or at home. So mm-hmm. it's just like to practice peace, you actually have to put yourself in those situations. Agreed. You have to be at war every day. We agree. For sure. We agree. All right. Great job unpacking that, guys. I got to <laughs> rein y'all in because we at 17 minutes. <laughs> what we want to do, she shouldn't be talking to. Who's this clip? Who put this on here? I haven't seen it. Lydia. Uh, Lydia. You gotta raise your hand high. <laughs> Let's get it. Take me to the you didn't even introduce anybody. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. I got Beef Hood behind the camera. Brittany's in the back. Willie Beeman. Chris Featherson. Make sure you say the Featherston. Liddy's on the couch. I'm Here? sorry. I, I really did forget your name. Danny. 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 So Danny. Drinks water, eats vegetables, doesn't eat meat, Why are you works doing out. That? Because that's the stuff Lydia should be doing. No, that's the thing she should be doing. But instead, you let your friend come in here with a Wendy's bag. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to find uh, Danny a husband? She needs a husband. She's like, yeah. (laughs) And I'm your host, uh, No Substance Dean. Do you remember them girls called me that, Chris? Yes, yep. man. I watched that episode a few. I, I watched the episode a few. I did too, ago. and then I went to their page, and they still under construction. Oh no! <laughs> Don't you ever talk shit about me again, you dumbasses! <laughs> dang, <laughs> fuck! You should choose oh, violence, dang. Dean, today. God, dang. I didn't choose violence. They did. Violence shows you. You shouldn't shoot at people you're afraid to be shot by. Facts. Why didn't you shoot at me? I didn't do anything. T-shirt. Huh? I said, put that on a T-shirt. I'm just saying. Well, you know what they did? They came to our house. Mm-hmm. I laid out the carpet. I got brunch for them. You know, I was paying for brunch, everything. Boom, boom. Fed these. Ooh, I was about to call them out their name. Fed Uh-oh. them. Sat with them. Had a good pod. They left. Suck Chris's dick, of course. Chris. Chris no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Let, Chris, please. this is my story. Let me tell my story. But please just say that that's a figure of speech. Please. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Figuratively. They were like, oh, my God, Chris is so great. Elliot was cool. Kadeem just got enough money to throw a podcast. That's what they said. He don't got no substance. Then they had a breakup. Go check out the Messy Pod. That was a good oh, episode. Yeah. What episode is that? I don't remember. It's, it's like back 19. Before. Yeah. Go check out the Messy Pod. And they ain't started podding since, bro. Yeah. Here we are, 128 in. Yeah. Anyway. I saw one of them at a party. Oh, I've been watching. If you don't got this nothing nice to say, this don't say nothing at all. You know, it says clip, so I have to read this for y'all. I'm going to put it on the screen for everybody else. Your girlfriend shouldn't be talking to, and this is a bulleted list, her exes, any guy best friend, any man who likes her, any man who liked her, any guy she used to like, no exceptions. This is not called being controlling. It is called having boundaries and being self-respecting. Man, react. Chris right. is in the likes. So uh, go ahead I'm in the likes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I'm in the likes, I'll go ahead and claim it first. I think it's uh, your boundaries are subjective. Let's just start there. Um, I agree with a few of those. Um, the male best friend, it depends. There has to be boundaries with that relationship. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't talk to that person no more, but all this, like, if you... Let's just say you and him are like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner <laughs> at 8 o'clock. We, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, and, and that leaves the fact for you to be like, hey, you can choose. Yeah. And that's, I don't feel like that's disrespectful. You can choose th- that relationship. If that relationship is that important, you should choose that. And then you can find a guy who's cool with it. But I do agree. Men, when men have boundaries and they stand on them, mm-hmm. it sometimes gets called control. Controlling, yeah. We're and so I just go around the room and ask everybody which one is okay? Uh, run the list back one more time. I knew y'all needed that, so that's why I suggested it. Yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend shouldn't be talking to, one, her exes. Okay. Two, any guy best friend. 
three, any man who liked her or likes her, past present tense, any man who liked her, past tense, any guy she used to like, past tense, no exceptions. Um, I feel like the only one that could be talked to is the best friend thing. Yeah. But like all that other stuff is kind of like, oh, okay. If I'm you, on the whole other end yeah. of this spectrum. Go ahead. I feel like if you liked me, you better keep it a secret. Like you better just hold that in your chest. What, and what happens, okay, what happens when your guy says, yo, he likes you? He hasn't said it, but your, your man pointed it out. Oh, women do be like, no. <laughs> Everybody doesn't. does that. My thing is just what? you just never know who somebody's talking to. I ain't trying to police who nobody's talking to. But yeah, that's fine. If he says that, it's kind of like your man sees something that, you don't see. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably do, but at the same time, I'm not focused on it. I mean, I feel like if you're gonna be with someone, you have to trust. You have to have a certain level of trust in their discretion, right? So you don't want to police nobody, but you would hope that so and so wouldn't be doing that because they just already know that's not cool. Like, I sh- I I'm with you because I like you for whatever reasons, and you like me for whatever reasons, and if we're gonna really be together, like. It's certain things I'm not sure you should have to say. I think sometimes what comes with that is we don't listen to our men the way we should. Mm-hmm. If a, your man is telling you, hey, he likes you, mm-hmm. he sees something that you do not see. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, if you're saying that, I will respect you to say I'm not going to talk to him, I'm not going to be around him, because clearly you see something I don't, mm-hmm. whether it's friendly or not, which is why the whole, uh, what did you say, past, present, any oh, yeah, guy I was just who saying, she was like, any guy that liked you, you likes you, like, used to like, or you yeah. used to like. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we as women, we don't even realize, like, we could just smile and be like, oh, she's smiling. Oh, mm. That means you could turn into a laugh. Oh, I got it. I hate and, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you, you do have to be aware of what somebody is trying to show you, mm-hmm. especially if it's, it's coming from your man. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I think if, if a guy, if your man tells you that guy likes you, like that's kind of like indirect, but direct. We telling you, Mm-mm. you can't, you can't right. have a conversation. You can't have Cut not it. a conversation. You can't have any type of relationship with this guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know about like assuming people like you and I could, like I could go somewhere and maybe knowing five of these guys <laughs> in here like me. I don't know for sure. But if somebody tells me, if my man tells me, oh no, this one likes you, like you just have to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let that go. React, Willie. Yeah, I, I've kind of flipped on, a, on on this like over the years. I think for me, I, I'm I'm not gonna police anything. But as far as like to answer the question, uh, no, I, I think you shouldn't talk to any of them, even the male best friend, right? Like I kind of agree with Chris. You're gonna have a male best friend. I can respect that initially, but as our relationship progresses, the need for a male best friend diminishes. I should be your best friend. I should be the person you're talking to. So like Chris said, even though he didn't get as aggressive with it, at the end of the day, I'm going to replace that male best friend. So you shouldn't be going out to dinner. You shouldn't be confiding in this man. I'm the man for you. And at the end of the day, I think what women try to do with these guys is they try to bring in insecurity. I don't think it's insecurity. Mm -hmm. What I've learned about myself is I'm territorial. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. I don't want no man to have access to my woman. So for me, I'm black and white. Either I fuck with you and I really care about you and I'm gonna be territorial, I don't give a fuck about you. And so the less I I give a fuck about you, the less I'm gonna even care about any of those guys. Mm -hmm. And for me, you want me to give a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not territorial at all. I think, but it's, it's wild. Women want men. Hold on, to wait. I want to challenge Queen because I disagree. I know. <laughs> I, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you the analogy when it when I said that. Right. At the end of the day, if we go outside and we're out in front of the Porsche and six niggas are sitting on his car, he's not gonna be like, oh, it's no biggie. You needed a seat. 
He's territorial over something that's important to him. He doesn't give a fuck if they needed a seat. He doesn't care that they like this car. He's not going to want niggas hovering over his vehicle. He's territorial. I'm territorial about respect. Okay, so, so that, if you disrespect me, you so, must have so, wanted this so, stuff that comes with so, that. So 100%. So the same thing of the guy having access to your woman is it, territorial. It's about respect. You don't want that man to have access to something that belongs to you. You know, I kind of wonder what the whole male best friend thing is about, though. Well, you got a female best friend? Yeah, I have a female best friend. Are you going to keep her forever? If, if I got into a relationship, first of all, and again, we talk about this all the time. I don't believe in equality. But at the end of the day, we, we, I've said that. That's I'm going to be a congruent as fuck. And I'm with Chris on the, this. Is, and Let's me use and Chris, the language no, that we're supposed to No, no, because I, I want us to be congruent as possible. Here we go. I agree with being setting boundaries and saying, hey, here's the things that I want out of a relationship. And she can share that. And I might say, hey, that's, a, that's something I don't want to adhere to. Mm -hmm. That's where values come in at. I, I, get, I get to be, have that conversation. And if you decide that you want to walk on that, you should. That's what's the greatness about choice and creating the experience. I agree. Mm -hmm. And like I just said, even though you try to push back on it, you know me. I ain't never been like, y'all don't want you talking to nobody. I'm never going to do that. I, that's what I say. You've I don't never think seen me do that, that never but, in life. But the answer and the question is, should they be talking to them? Mm -hmm. I'm never going to know. I'm not going to I, that's not the answer to, to what y'all no, are saying. No, I'm. I, I told you, I'm not. I'm not going to police it. I'm. It's never, not about policing. The, I'm never going to do the, it. Can we go with the? What was the original question? Can I, can I say? Yep. I don't remember. Can I just? Okay. The, <laughs> The the the, the picture said the your middle. your girlfriend shouldn't be talking to this yes. person. It wasn't even really a question. It was more like a claim. But yeah. I will say this on uh, in in the midst of y'all's conversation. There's a difference between policing your woman and setting a boundary. Correct. I I I think if you have to police her then I, you either are insecure or she's disrespecting you constantly. Preach. So with mm -hmm. both of those two, that means that you need to reevaluate something. Mm -hmm. So either I way, think there's a difference. It's not a boundary for me is what I'm saying. And he know that. I don't even know why he's saying So that. hold on. So but you keep saying the word police. Because I think they're one and the same. So then should she be talking I mean, to him or not? I don't care. I don't, but I don't, you say yes, then. They're not the same. I, I don't care. Police I'll say never yes. Know. You okay with them talking? Sure. Say yes. I don't okay. care. Policing means that you're hovering and Thank covering and, and, and checking. So, so and what do y'all do? How, hold up. Tell should me. or so, should she not be talking so to us? So if it's yes a boundary no. and then you find out she's talking, you walking? Yes. But I don't care. Then say yes. They're okay. Okay. I've so been, on, I've been hold said on, that. Hold on, Dean. So if, if, if Kaylin, but Kaylin has a line with you, right? What you mean? If she does something, you're not just going to stay for anything, right? No, hell no. That's what I'm saying. You have boundaries. I think she respects me enough to not do nothing. Like, it's like, like a it's, it, the boundary is like, okay, if you are you are talking to somebody, what are y'all talking about? I'm not going to, I'm never going to know. The only so why would I sit around worrying about that? I'm no, not going to do it. You're right. He's, you're, he's you're, no, you're, you're, you're right to a degree. I'm not but never going to worry about that. I promise y'all. No, you really know that. He's trying to press me on the show like you no, know I don't do that. No, I've never, no, never in life you're, have you heard me talking about you're, 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 we're, we're debating two topics. Policing and worrying is not a difference that should or should not. I don't care, so she can. I don't that, care. That, and then that's all you got to say. I'm going to oh, no, still no, have no, my female friends. I'm going right. to talk to my Chris. people. I feel y'all. That's, no, that's for y'all. I feel right. y'all. No, I'm, no, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying your side is wrong, bro. That's right. your life. Right. And all I'm, all I'm saying is just for pod content. I'm saying I think with me, I'd rather you be honest and transparent so I'm not wasting my time. Correct. Period. You can do whatever you want. And Correct. you're right. You'll never, ever really know fully. Correct. I think that's where honesty and transparency come into to play. Mm -hmm. I want to make my woman so comfortable with me to the point where she, if she has somebody that she desires or some other place she wants to be, she can. She knows she can come and to I'm me. I'm going to give you all one more caveat to this list that. because all of it is, oh, he liked her and she liked her. That's, oh, so now we got to talk about every dude you come into contact with. If you're going to mm -hmm. drill the list that down part, like that, yeah. now, no, 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 no. now I don't like how you talk to the guy at work. I don't like how he smiled. At you. I don't care about all no, that. No, we're right. not. I'm not talking about how guys. Well, because, because, no, because people are sitting. No, be, no, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Time out. Because we'll sit here and you'll say, 
any ex, any old friend, any new friend, any guy that liked you, you liked. But what about the guy that she works with every day for 40 hours a week that now they're they growing feelings, but you don't know because she's at work. That's work, babe. You don't even know. So what you worried about the exes, but work bay is sliding under the radar. Nobody, but who's worried? Thank I'm you. just. But if you got to worry about the exes, why aren't you worried about Bruh, all of them? I'm gonna tell you straight worried. up. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna we're tell the camera straight worried. up. Whatever camera's pointing at me, the only thing I'm worried about is wasting my time with somebody. I'm right. not worried about who like you. Ten cameras. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not worried about who like you. You who you like. But you gotta be the talk about this list. That's what I'm worried about. No, because we're spending our lives with these people, and if you want to be dishonest about the guy at work, then you're gonna be dishonest about more important stuff. Exactly. No, I don't want, but that's but what I'm saying. Y'all are making not, my point. Not, but no, no, but it's not, not whatever's clever. It's not whatever's clever, though. It's not, no. You guys are make, what no, I'm saying not, is, it's, what it's, I'm saying is the boundary is don't disrespect me. That's my boundary. Yeah. That's it. But how will you, you know? Have those, you won't. <laughs> so why was I worried about why, David? Why, why trusting their... But then why? As a person, like but, they should you know. know. Why do I have to say that? But why, why do I have to tell you that I what you're doing you're is saying, disrespectful? You should already know. And if you don't know, I'm out. I think he's saying like she can, but in her mind, she should know she shouldn't do exactly. that. Exactly. No, she should. Even if she does have a relationship with somebody, she knows like, oh, if he crosses it, then I have to stop it, and vice versa. Yeah. If somebody crosses it, I have to stop it. It's about me. It's not about it's the other person. It's not about them at all. It's not about none of the people you run into out here because you can run into anybody. Mm -hmm. So what am I worry about all the people you used to know? Right. Yeah, so that, people on the planet. I'm, I'm still stuck on that word worry. I mean, Y'all can be stuck on the semantics. The truth is, if you're worried about the exes or it's a boundary, you should be worried about every man nobody, out here. Nobody's worried, though. The, yeah. Okay, hold on. I, what I, what I, word did they use in the clip so y'all will stop? Is stuck worried about who right. likes you and who right. just likes you. Okay, yeah. we're just saying this, right? She yeah. shouldn't be talking to any man. That's what it says. Nobody's. She shouldn't be talking to any man. That's not me. Ever. That's basically what this is saying. shouldn't become the same word. No, yo, bro. Nobody said that she that's can't a, have like a conversation with the guy at the Starbucks, yo. We know what talking but means. But then he let's likes stop, her. No, no, but let's stop, exactly. though. Now he likes that's her. That's what I'm saying. We slinging? Okay. Now, now she has a thing for the guy at the Starbucks that she sees every single day. You don't even know. If she got a thing for the guy that she sees at the Starbucks, then she a hoe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Straight up. What if he owns Correct. the Starbucks? Mm. She even a bigger hoe. She a it's smart hoe. <laughs> hey, listen. Y'all crazy. But no, that's just how I feel. Yeah, I don't think you should be you worried, got, period. Yeah, yo. If you I'm worried, not, and I'm telling y'all I'm right, not. Right, right. And I, 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 think that, I, think the, I think the idea is we, we can, and we all answered the question. I, and I, I think me and Chris are just aligned on shouldn't and worried are two different things. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm agreeing. As, as a man, you shouldn't be worried about anything your woman does. Either you trust or you don't. That's a boundary. But at the period. end of the day, the word shouldn't should be like, hey, I, sh I want to be with a woman who's going to be able to, to correct that on her own. So yeah. I don't have that's to. That's what I said. And, right. but, but, so what I'm saying that's is, what but, I shouldn't, just said. but shouldn't and worried are two different things. Shouldn't means that you already know that about me. And like I said, th this is why I said I flipped on it. The more and more I've, I've sat there and listened to different ideas on it, at the end of the day, yeah, I don't, I don't want my bitch that, to be accessible, period. Mm -hmm. I don't. So if you're with me, you're not going to be accessible to niggas, period. That's what I just said, all dudes. Yeah. Not so. just the ones on this list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I don't want my so bitch you agree to be with accessible. Me? I'm not worried, but I don't want her to be accessible. They're all the same. Semantics. <laughs> it is. It's semantics. Shouldn't. I'm not saying. Her ex. You don't know what he sent that email. He blocked on four different things. He making up emails and send them to her. Oh, God. All right. What's, what's, the, what's the, the lady's perspective on this, y'all? I just feel like if you take that, lit, like, say we have a pool of however many people, and we take off the exes, and we take off the guys who used to like me, and I used to like them, and the guys who like me now, and whoever the fuck, the barista, whatever the fuck. Who... who only people you're gonna have left. Only people you're gonna have <laughs> left legend. is your daddy. Like, that's it. Your daddy. Yo, get him out of here too. He gave you that's away. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's hard. Like, if you're cute out here, 
the people that like you, that's that's a large group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you have a wonderful personality, like my friend Danny here who's looking for a <laughs> husband. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're beautiful and smart and your personality is glowing and you walk into a room and it changes and shit like that, you you're gonna attract a lot of people. <coughs> you selling shit, Danny. Okay, with you being with you Danny, with you being a single woman, right? Say you meet a guy and he says those things to you in that post, what are you is that cool with you? Is that something you can do or do you have something to say about it? Um I think to a certain extent the list is extensive for one. To a certain extent, <laughs> that's extensive. That is like, um, yeah, because I mean, like, it's five like bullets. People, who, people liked you, who used to like you, who do like. I can't control that. I'm gonna be who I am, regardless of where I am. I'm gonna mm-hmm. treat people the same. I'm not gonna give you an opportunity to be disrespectful or for me to mm-hmm. disrespect what I have. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shot like someone comes up to me to have a conversation. I'll talk to you and then I'll go back to my man or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna give you. A reason I'm not gonna give you a reason to feel insecure about what I'm yeah. doing. I know what I should and shouldn't do in a relationship. I told you, you that know, story about when I was in the club, me, Caitlyn, and her friend, and the dudes was trying to talk to her, and she swerved them, and we weren't even. But together. you know what? No, Chris, Chris, because I, I feel like we we got we got really narrow in the word talking. When we both understood talking as like ongoing, constant communication with these people. That means you're talking to them daily. You're going out. You're texting. It's a good morning. You know, grand rising type bullshit, right? No, nobody should be. Sending nobody no, 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 no good morning but, 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 but hear me out. And we, and we said this before. I still believe women truly give in a relationship the thing that they, that is of value is their loyalty, is their monogamy. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, and most women do it naturally when they really fuck with you. When exactly. you've been most in love, you don't have to say anything. Women naturally will laser in, focus, and have a, a very uh, one tree in a forest type mind. They will focus on that man. They won't allow those guys to have continuous con- mm-hmm. conversation. Usually, when there's other men accessible, or when the, you're when you're when your woman is the most vulnerable, is when she's the unhappiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree. I, yeah. I, I can't get with the if, if we're talking about sending texts on a daily basis while you're in a relationship. I can't get with that. Yeah. Like, I, me personally, I cannot get with that. That's not something I'd be able to do and still look at my man in the face and be like, it's just me and you. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I yeah. Can't and men do that shit all the time. And this is the whole thing we talk about male best friends is that at the end of the day, there's guys that will sit there and hover over your relationship. Mm-hmm. They'll wait for those small opportunities. So if you're even engaging your Instagram and y'all are sharing reels and bullshit with somebody that you know that you used to deal with, that's all fucking gateway behavior. So yeah. what I'm saying is none of that shit can go down. <laughs> Now, at the end of the day, if you're talking about, hey, maybe there's an email four years ago where the guy wants to talk about, I'm sorry that, you know, four years ago I cheated on you. Now I'm fucking a Muslim and I'm sorry for that shit. Yeah, that's going to happen here and there because the person has a past. But ongoing communication with anybody on that list, fuck no. I'm territorial. And if you do, like Chris said, if you do feel like those people you need to talk to every day, I'm with it. You should bounce. Yeah. Right. We, now let's hold on. Let's every flip day it. Is also let's flip it to like, the female yeah, best friend because Willie said I'm gonna keep him, and I, I am. I feel him. I am too. I think because he's gonna keep him because he knows exactly who his friends are. His friends are never gonna cross that line, but there are some men that will be like. But see, we to say that is almost saying like women don't cross that line too. And that's yeah, they true. do. But he knows his friends, and he knows that they would never disrespect their relationship. 
And, and at, but and at the end of the day, I, I've said this, and this is and this is why Kadeem is bringing up, and I, I respect it. I don't think women and men show their love and their commitment in the same way. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then we should just say everything is equal. So that means I'm going to show you my love and commitment through my loyalty, and you're going to show your love and commitment to my loyalty. That's not true. I'm going to show my commitment to a woman through the through the time and the resources I give to her, mm -hmm. my energy. I'm going to bed with you every night. I'm spending mm -hmm. all my time with you. I'm taking you on trips. You're the person I want to be with, mm -hmm. not my female best friend. Women show their loyalty. Their, their effort and their love through loyalty, through their commitment. Men, we want that. We crave that. We love the idea of being that everything to that woman. We like showing her new things. We like taking her out. We want that. We can sit there and talk all this misogyny bullshit. At the end of the day, you want your woman to fucking look at you, glare at you, and feel like you're the only motherfucker that exists. God damn it. Why didn't you see YouTube is demonetizing pages for cursing? You just said Watch your God mouth at the beginning God of that. damn it. It's not a curse word on the internet. Do y'all know I, I anything think, about censorship? I think uh, both parties at the end of the day, they want exclusivity. <laughs> like, I think women want exclusivity and, um, men, and men do. So I think that's, that's where we should start. And I agree with Willie. I don't want, I don't want my woman being overly accessible. Nobody we does. Just, we should have just stayed single. Like, mm -hmm. you could have been accessible to everybody. And that's, and I'm, not, that, I'm not saying she's accessible. I'm just saying I don't sit around. Like, they're not have to worry. I'm not, okay, y'all shouldn't no, talk. Not, you shouldn't talk to any dude then. If I felt that way about that list, I would feel that way about every dude. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that's even how really, I feel. I'm not even really talking about anybody on, on this couch. I'm just saying that y'all typically, right, men aren't the ones saying, yo, what are we? Let's let's uh, become girlfriend and boyfriend. Let's get it, put a title on this. Oh, we get talked, in, we get talked happen. into it. We get it, it gets advertised to us. So when we finally decide, yo, yeah, we gonna cut off all this stuff. Cause at the end of the day, I can't speak for every dude, but dudes, we be cutting a whole roster off for y'all. I'm just we speaking do. for the they good don't, ones. Hey, hold I'm on. Just they don't the respect that. No, they don't respect that either. And then when I told you the other day we was beefing Willie, I was like, I only had nobody to send the eyes to or nothing. I only had nothing. But, but I, I, I don't I wanna, have nothing. But I, I want to challenge Chris on something because I I, I I I understand <laughs> it. I think ultimately we both want exclusivity. I guess where my <laughs> mind is is just where I'm at in my life. I think, but they rank order differently. Yeah. Mm. So, like at the end of the day, I don't. I, my, for me, I don't think a woman, her number one on her board is exclusivity. If it was, then we would. Then it, it wouldn't matter what I do for a living. It wouldn't matter all these other things. As long as I'm loyal to you, mm. then you're. I have a shot. Mm. I think that I think women want exclusivity, but I think it's like three and four. Mm -hmm. I think for men, exclusivity because there's very little. We should not be using women for resources and things like that. Exclusivity is one for us. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is like I value the exclusivity. So because of that, I'm. Gonna to think of those other guys differently than you are. Whereas, like, if I start giving, like, if I'm exclusive to you, but I'm paying her rent, her rent, her rent, you would fucking want to. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm not, I'm not cheating on yeah, you. I'm still with hand. you. You would yeah. want to turn up. For sure. So I guess when I say men and women exclusivity, yeah, but where we want it at is different. Mm. So and when we think about values and think about how things impact us, it's based on how much value we put into it. That's why I said me having a female best friend is still different than a woman having a male best friend. That's why I don't think they're analogous. I don't. I can I can agree with that. I, I agree as well, but I'm you know, I'm with Willie on not being equal, but I'm also like I ain't, I ain't And equal doesn't mean no one's higher or lower. We're just different. We're just yeah, different. we know yeah. we, we know equal say means. I gotta say I don't want no. Uh, <laughs> we stand just because we stand side by side doesn't mean we're equal. Me and right. Willie can stand side by side doesn't mean we're the same person. Yeah, he's six men, two. He has green eyes and he's right, Chris Robinson. One hundred percent. Men and women stand. <laughs> men right. and women stand side by side. But I don't we're know who added this one, but it kind of segues into what we already talked about. Can uh, premature commitment to a woman stunt a male's growth? That's me. Mm. 
Um, Great time. And I was uh, at my godson's game, and I was just talking with some 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 of the fellas, and we was. It came to my came to my uh, my mind for the pod because I I do feel like men have to commit to their path and their purpose before they can effectively and successfully commit to a woman. I do I do agree with that. And I think yeah. sometimes we we try to commit to women prematurely and we like it stifles our growth, unfortunately, because being in a relationship is a job. But Cater, you know, but go you, ahead. But you know what though, why they do it? It goes back to what we just said. I think men premature commit to women because they have scarcity because they want yeah. women to commit to them. I mm-hmm. think that it's this idea of having like ongoing box. Mm-hmm. I think men are so driven by trying to get loyalty. Like I told you, because that's what they value before a woman. They just hurry up and commit so they can get that. Mm-hmm. And so it's that scarcity mindset of just trying to like, oh, I want to put you in the house. I want you to be all mine. Mm-hmm. That makes them premature commit. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they realize that's, that, that if they were to stay on their purpose and those things will come when it's in due time when you can actually have a healthy relationship, they wouldn't do that. Right. But I think they're so driven to getting that loyalty like we just discussed. Right. Do y'all have these conversations with the women that y'all entertain? Well, not you, Chris, but... Or me, I ain't in the Oh, yeah, you either. <laughs> mm, Willie? I do, 100%. I mean, honestly, <laughs> they, they see the podcast. Obviously, I, I'm going to have conversations. Like, I like to talk to women about just anything. We don't even have to be talking mm-hmm. or going together. I just, I like to just say some crazy shit and see how people react to it. I like you, to know people's mental. Even mm-hmm. when y'all were, like, you know, when you weren't married, when you outside. were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like saying outside. But when y'all were out there. I haven't been outside. In the street. <laughs> long, like have, do y'all outside. have those? I'm going to be honest with you. When I was, um... <laughs> maybe the last little stretch of me being single, maybe, but they weren't to this depth. I think mm-hmm. I've had the deep conversations with my wife, mm-hmm. but they were more like we didn't go as deep. Yeah. In in those these different topics, y'all. I had a conversation the other day, and somebody was explaining to me the difference between transparency and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times what happens is women take men saying like, "Yeah, I was out here in these streets." And then you're like, okay, cool. You know, he's telling me he's out here, he's dating multiple people. But they're like, oh, he's being vulnerable with me. No, he's telling mm-hmm. you what he's doing, but the reason why he's actually out here in these streets is because he has a void that he's trying to fill. Mm-hmm. And that's more of like going into a little bit deeper. So I was just wondering, like, do y'all do that, like transparency, or do y'all do the vulnerability piece when you feel comfortable? Um. Oh, with my wife, definitely, I was vulnerable. Yeah. I told her, like, I don't, I don't even know if that was vulnerability. I told her a lot of that was a waste of time, and it, it was. We talked about this on the pod, and I've talked about it with her. Is that we seek a lot of validation through the women that we get. Mm-hmm. I don't know how vulnerable that is. I don't know if that's extremely vulnerable. I'm not, not a therapist. Vulnerable. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's levels to it. You, because I seen, I seen a clip the uh, other day, probably last week, and it was a man, <laughs> just a, a black dude by himself, and he was talking about how. He found his dad's porn stash hmm. when he was young, I remember and that. it caused him to. It, it helped him when he was home alone, because you know when we were home alone, like young, it helped, like it, it made him comfortable at home alone because he had anxiety about being by himself. So, watching those films <laughs> and doing that stuff, he said it, bro, and I, that's what I'm saying. I like, I feel like that's a deeper level of yeah. vulnerability because exactly. he was saying that it caused him to seek comfort in sex. Mm-hmm. So when he just went and went after it, like any girl he can get, that's how he was getting like comfortability and and, mm. and validation from that. I was gonna yeah. say, rub it one I feel like, like, take away the anxiety. I'm, I'm conflicted though, because like I, I feel that 
yes, to a certain degree that when you're out here, you know, dating multiple women or you're spinning plates, there could be potentially some voids. This idea of getting validated, feeling like, hey, I need to have a certain amount of women to feel like a man. Mm-hmm. I, I, there, there's a portion of that I can, I can get with. But I also am like super pro, you need to be a playboy, you need to date multiple women as early as possible. And I think that's why if we timeline it kind of like what Chris was saying, premature commitment, I do think between 20 to 34, you should be hoeing. You should be getting it. You should, be, you should not be committing to women. You should be on your purpose. And you, through those engagements with women, you'll start to learn your values. You'll start to learn your boundaries. You'll learn things about yourself so that when you do make a decision, whenever that time comes, when you're really in a position to commit, I do think you'll do it with a more clear intention to be a better man for that woman. Mm-hmm. I think if you premature commit to, like Chris said, then you go out here and then you start getting attention from women differently than you are. Mm-hmm. Then you go out there and start trying to do all this different stuff. You'll be misguided. I think that every man needs a season where they're dating multiple women or they're spinning plates so they can learn about themselves. That's my opinion. Is there is there another way that young men can learn about themselves outside of women? I don't. It's, I think it. Uh, no, learn about themselves. I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Let me be very concise. Or learn you know, what learn they want about yourself in a relationship or how you deal with women. I okay. think. I think that the idea is how do you know what you truly value unless you have experiences. I think I've yeah. learned more about be, about what I value in myself in relationships by being with other women and either getting voids or getting it, right? I learned that, hey, I really like this because somebody did it. Or I learned I really don't like this because somebody didn't do it. I learned it through those experiences. I don't know if I could have done that just sitting in my room with a T-chart Thinking and saying, about it. hey, I value this and mm-hmm. I don't value that. Like we just said, you got to be mm-hmm. in the box. You know? No, I definitely, mm-hmm. it definitely. And that doesn't, well, I'm going to speak back to the clip too because it, it brought a thought to my head about how we talk about rap music and mm-hmm. and how young boys look at those videos and they glorify the gun talk and the gun play and, and all that stuff. I do feel like there's another path too with porn. Mm. Like I do feel like if a young boy gets that pornography too early and especially when he's in a, uh, still in development, that glor- like they in, with porn, it's like glorified. Yeah. No. Like that woman is lusty over this dude. This dude is is giving this woman the sex, and they don't understand that like the rap music. This stuff is fake. Them people have done this scene fifteen times, and with every stroke, the woman's like, "Wow, wow, oh my god, he's blowing my mind." And it's like we 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 think that is the thing. Just like these young boys looking at these these rap videos. It's the same thing. It's on that screen through that window. We think that's reality as a young kid. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something to that too. I definitely found a porn stash when I was younger. <laughs> Yo, I've always I don't know what it is. Though. Well, no, they got to be so mindful. I got to bring it the entertainment value. Yeah, I'm, I definitely I'm, found the Onion Booty Six. And, and, I, and I'm like so anti-porn. Like I agree with Chris. I think it does it does so many so much damage. Mm-hmm. Like to, 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 to even grow in. Age were y'all when you saw porn for the first time? I might have been nine or ten. Um, I was a little old. I was a little older. I was like. I was like 13, 14. See, but I don't know, like, what, like I guess for me, I don't know how we're defining porn because I feel like when we were like nine or ten, we all we grew up in the real sex era. We did. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about the tape hard. in the big okay. box. Okay. I'm talking about the okay. tapes in the big box. Uh, I didn't. I nah, didn't have. Nah, like, I, 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 I see. the World Wide Web. Uh, tip drill. Tip like I watched Tip Drill. Yeah. But you know, like, like really, that's late. See, that's late. But we remember real sex though. We used to be like 10 10 years old. Oh yeah, you see a titty, you like, oh yeah. No, no, man. I'm sorry, guys. You guys said look, y'all got me on sorry. I remember I was sheltered then. I'm sorry. Lesbian tape? No, I wasn't. I, no, I, I feel like they were harder to get. 
Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't to the World no, Wide Web. Now was terrible you just got to spell porn right. and you can find I it. I just thought seeing nudity Alan Cinemax at 1 no. o'clock was it. No, no. <laughs> I'd be at the crib dolo and like he said about his boy. and we Let's pop this tape in real quick. But I think Damn. a lot of times Yo. women don't realize how porn can actually fuck with them too. Because mm. now we got women out here talking about getting peed on. That is the most oh. degrading oh, thing I've ever I can't even you wrap shaming my mind. her cakes? I, I you am. Like <laughs> I, I, I definitely am. I'm Not sorry. Y'all don't I, think Carisha said that to get clicks? I think she, she did. She might have. But at I the definitely same time, think she said that to get clicks. <laughs> but it's like, why would you even put that out there? To get if clicks. If your baby pees on you, you like, what the? You ready to literally take that baby and almost sling it a little bit. Because you're like, why would you do that? I'm I have a son. That said that. Oh. <laughs> but oh, that's sorry. not always the same. I have a son, so it's just like... You don't even want your baby to pee on you. Yeah, but that's different. Just because you no no no. But, uh, but, 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 wait, wait 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 no. wait. Because I'm about to make an excellent argument. Because what you're saying is, Lydia, you if a baby on? does this, that would be icky. But you like it in a sexual way from I, a sexual I, no. partner. It's the same if I put a titty in my baby's mouth, like I'm feeding you. I, I don't breastfeed. But I can put a titty in my man's mouth. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, breastfeed for that reason. Mm. I of think course, that, that would be disgusting. I, I don't breastfeed because I don't feel the need oh, to oh. subjectify my child to that at mm. an early age. You so think what that I would was like rather. Bonding? I, I, to be honest, I don't like it. it. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. It's not not even something mm. I want to do. That's her problem. However, no, it I is. would okay. pump. But my child got here from my boobs being in this man's mouth. So why would I sit here? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop. Like, but I'm saying You gotta stop. Oh, I'm argument. dropping a bottle. <laughs> but it's the truth. So it's just like, if I'm so looking like, at that, for him. right, these in a sexual way, okay. why would I want to Brittany. subject my child? I think anybody, anything can be sexual. I know. Depending on the person, depending on their, That's true depending too. on what I they get like. That. I think the original purpose, you know, is for nourishment of the baby, mm -hmm. but like anything, <laughs> anything can be sexualized depending on the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if that person likes to be honestly, I think she said it to get clicks. I don't think. Yeah. She that. But Bro, me people like what I'm standing for. I don't like, like it. things that's not even like, like outwardly. Sexual. But she do be with some ballers, so maybe like having this. It maybe I don't know. It could be. It could be, be them. It could be your partner getting pleasure from your pleasure. Maybe. And I, I don't mm -hmm. as a man. Oh, that's a thing. As, as a man, I don't understand how it's pleasurable for me to pee on you. I think it's more of like a dominating thing. Like, yo, I just pissed off. Yeah, the only way I would do right. it is if you know she saying? wanted like, me to pee on her. That's the only way I'm doing that. Just to have a, a story to tell like Biggie? Well, no, because I believe <laughs> I believe if I don't do it, then somebody else is going to be peeing on my girl. <laughs> I cannot do that. I can't. No. You literally can't. My nigga's going to have a, his own Biggie story. Like, yo, so I'm she asked me to pee on her, right? <laughs> yo, I would. I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I'm a firm believer if your girl has a, a want or a need that you're not fulfilling, she's going to go find the it. Pee is just too far because who is getting up and making that bed? Not a, the sheets is wet. I, I just we all had to change sheets for similar reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm saying, it's just too. I just yo. I saw a much. show. There's a show on Netflix called How to Build a Sex Room, which is like an interior design Why show. Are you but a side but <laughs> it's about this lady who interior designs sex rooms. And there was this girl, Dan. Okay. She was like, there was like you know a family of ten. Oh, of, well, not a family, there. but you know one of those <laughs> groups of people that all have sex together oh, okay. and stuff like that. And they live together in a commune and they, you know, sit in the grass and look at the sky together. You know, those hippie kinds, right? Why she built the whole room with a downward slope and a big, in uh, a drain in the middle and it was all kinds of crazy. It'd be fluids, oh. see? They over there drinking yeah, blood. Yeah, and the one girl was like, oh, right, right. I have a dream that all of my partners will shower me at once. And I was like, 
Damn. All right, off this. But you like what you like? Yeah, off this. <laughs> off this. <laughs> well, yeah, take... How do we get uh, I see. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up on P. <laughs> I don't know either. It's your fault. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all want to keep talking about the premature commitment, or no, are we off that? I think ultimately, like Willie said, as a young man, focus on your purpose, date. You know, I, I do think I grew the most in the time where I didn't have a girlfriend. I was single for about seven or eight years, and I was just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I have felt that way about um, a guy that I met. Um, I just kind of felt like, how would you know that you're 100% for me and you've never mm-hmm. experienced, you've never been anywhere? Hold on, you've hold never on. Been. This is a great segue now. I had another. So he wanted to be with you? I mean, who wouldn't? And you, look and you, at was, her. you was validating his experience. You looked at his uh, resume and was like, nah, bro, you ain't got no experience. Why I just, you? It just made me wonder. It's not, I didn't hold it against him, but it made me wonder. Like, you how did, you y'all like together. How do you know that for sure if you, you definitely never held it against him? Y'all I think that's more of a thing on. I probably did. You did yeah. No, don't lie <laughs> on my show. Look at rule number 11. That's the thing on us. Like, we don't sit here and say, this man has given me everything. Am I ready for, for what he's actually for given me? For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times, and I know y'all say that women, y'all should go out and date with everybody <laughs> at a certain age and a time. But I think women have to do the same thing. But we try to call it a whole phase because mm-hmm. society doesn't want it to be like, you know, go explore yourself. But when we explore ourselves, we think we have to be sexually liberated, go out here and just be crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you don't even take the time to know you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a date, I, I'm a serial dater of Britney. Like, I date myself like Kadeem says, at a high level. I love taking myself <laughs> out of town. Like, I, that's just who I am. So it's just like, okay, so if that's something I like for myself, then when a man comes along and he shows me that, I'm not sitting here excited because you about to fly me to Miami. No, I can take myself to Miami. But I'm also not going to sit here and try to bring him down and be like, oh, you taking me to Miami, I can do that myself. No, I'm like, okay, you want to experience this with me. I've experienced it already myself, so let me just go and try to experience with you and see what it's like. Instead of trying to be like, I don't think you're ready for what I'm ready for. You, I don't, I don't know. Wait, 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 can I, can I, I just, yeah, let I want to clarify. Go and then let Chris go yeah, ahead. I just want to clarify what she said. I'm not even going. So, oh. we're, 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 so we're condoning <laughs> that there should be a phase in a woman's journey that we are going to label the hoe phase where they're being intimate with multiple guys. I don't think Brittany no, no, said no. that. Oh, I'm just not asking. I'm clarifying. Yeah. I'm clarifying. I'm no, clarifying. Have, wait, wait, because Lydia's on the opposite, opposite side of that spectrum. I, I was so I'm saying I was, that most girls, when they have those periods, they call you, it a hoe phase. Okay. Instead of so just, are we yeah. condoning that? I think we all should have those phases in our lives. Whole phases? Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, I don't want to say whole phase, though. I don't want to say whole phase. Listen, listen. What do we call it? A a sexually liberating phase? I think it's, like you said, getting to know who you are. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I just want to clarify. I'm not even talking to getting multiple dick. No. <laughs> I want to know how we're going to no, learn no. ourselves. She said they, no. that the, the uh, stereotype is that we are sexually uh, liberated. Yeah. But, but, you, but, she you're was dating, saying, but you're not necessarily fucking Yeah. Them. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Now let Lydia chime in. Yeah. Then that is what I was trying to clarify for you. Because I heard you. Yeah. Like, when oh, you no, were we saying what she I said. We're asking you what you think. No, we asking you what you think, though. I know what she thinks. I want to know what you think. I mean, I think that she's right. Now, listen. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so you should be dating. You should be, you know, figuring out what what life is like with with this person, and this person, or whatever. And you know, trying to figure out the things you like and you don't like, or whatever. And if you feel like sampling, then dip and dab. But that's a personal choice. Like, I agree. do it's what you want to do with your coochie. But there are 
consequences and ramifications and certain men won't like you if you hit a certain number so keep that in mind but I, I guess. think we always put the whole phase at the top that we forget it's about minus the whole the phase is about you yeah, but it's about me sex piece what else can yeah, I tell you, can I say something? Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, I think the whole phase is what y'all run to because the sex is cheap. It's it, free. It's easy. I think, and, yeah. it, and I think y'all gas up sexual experience. Yes. Y'all gas yeah. up what you can learn from a man through sexual experience. You can't learn much from him other than he wanted to have sex with you. Right. 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 And, and, you, and you know what? what most, you women, most women go to a sex phase after their value has started to like exactly. dip after like that plus 30 after they've already went through the, like these real toxic relationships mm -hmm. in their 20s and then they're yeah. like oh at 31 i need to go through a whole phase now you're you're, I don't you're think you're, it's at 31 when they really I, I i i think that most most women usually like they have they have these periods right so you'll have like these like you have that young relationship you'll have that 20 to 2 mm -hmm. to 25 kind of like out there in the club you'll find a guy you like at 25 25 to 28 you'll be with him he breaks your heart now you're at 28 oh so years. you think they have two of them oh hell yeah because from 22 yeah, to 25 she's oh, definitely yeah, yeah, in the street yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know okay, what, now you know precedes that i think women <clears throat> 30 is a big deal for women mm -hmm. i think when women are creeping up on 30 they come up on that destroy and rebuild phase mm -hmm. where it don't matter what they got they can mm -hmm. have a good dude bad dude fat dude skinny dude good job bad job they gonna say i am 30 and they're gonna reassess their whole entire life and they're gonna be they're gonna come to terms with the fact that maybe they didn't do everything they should have did they're gonna that. try to reinvent yeah i think a lot of women go through that where they kind of see the wall coming mm -hmm. and then they're like oh i need Whoa. to i need to and, shake some stuff up oh, and chris what, and, but what frustrates me so much about it though is kind of what lydia just said it's like I just wish everybody would keep the, the, the end goal in mind through your 20s and 30s. Just, right. just know that's what you ultimately want. Well, yeah. hold on, Lydia. Wow. <laughs> I'm not saying, we're not talking about you, but do you think young women, when they are in those mid-20s, 22 to 25 or after, are they thinking about the ramifications? No. Or they're, no. Exactly, they're not. They're not. No. So, yeah, right. so how do you get a young woman to think about, yeah. like, yo, if I'm out here and I'm in the streets? Yo, somebody just got to tell her that. But also, I feel like... If you sit down and think about it just a little bit, it'll start to make sense. Once you done fucked every, I'm sorry. Once you've had intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrespect my rules by being funny. Sorry. <laughs> Good job. Once you've had intercourse with. Once you've made love. <laughs> not even. Nah, they they're not doing that. I hate that's what that what we uh, call it anyway. They not doing. I hate that. that. They just clap. Oh yeah, I don't like it. I don't like. I like clapping. I like clapping. Anyway, once you've had intercourse with all of the 757 or wherever oh, you at gross. you're gonna start that's just gonna complicate things everywhere you go you're gonna have to dip it dodge around the corner because you don't mess with him 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 and why? his cousin why like you gotta why? know no, that stop, stop, and then you stop, either stop, gotta stop, move stop, stop, stop. and change no, your name this is funny because when, no, we, when we have these body count conversations it's act like women act like they no, don't know that's why i said that we gotta we're gonna do it we gotta dig into it why do you have to duck and, and dodge? dig into it <laughs> because because what that that's just Especially if you're trying to date somebody seriously, if you're trying to date somebody seriously and you don't, but Chris had intercourse with half Chris the city. Stand on it. Stand on it. I did say you have to know that if you get too many bodies, somebody he, he, they not. I be trying to tell, but it's, it's, it's I mean the body is one thing, that, but it's also like proximity to people. I'm going to. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, that's what I said. Move and change your name, Chris. Move and change. But if but if y'all know that y'all can't stand on it because of what you said, the guy or whatever, society, all that stuff. Why do y'all still do it? Ultimately not the guy for you. Why do y'all still do it? Why do y'all still? Why do y'all still do it? Because if sex is fun. Hold on, let Danny get anything. Her. I would say it's okay to be a serial dater, as you call it. Like you date. 
go out and date, but that does not mean everybody gets to be intimate with exactly. you. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Hold on, as a man, don't go on dates with dudes you don't want to fuck. Well, how would you? How would you even know you that you can, have like y'all know before you go on the date? Stop no, it! No, there are no, some people I agree. that know. You can just because just because you want to doesn't mean you have to. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But it, it should some... at least be an option for that guy that you're gonna waste his time. That's I, not. I, 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 that's from you. But I do like that. We go to dates. You've already agreed to exactly because you could be physically attracted to someone. You could be a hundred percent physically attracted to someone, but after that first. First date, you know, like, oh, okay, but it's oh, not gonna be. Yeah, another. but I'm saying you know, physically attracted one that checks a box. Okay, I might want to give him some. Now let's see how he acts on said date. I'm not saying you gotta go on so a date with somebody. I don't somebody think that's a waste of time to go. Uh, it is get to, to a man. See, 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 no, it is someone. to a man. If that's to a man. Yeah. That's the yeah. the little white angel on your shoulder. Now, if we want to go over here to the savage side, the savage side is I'm hungry. The savage side <laughs> would say. <laughs> I'm hungry. Like we, I thought you were attractive. We went on a date. I'm in my mind. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. But I still want to see what the dick do. We gonna stop <laughs> acting like we are gonna stop acting like sex can't be a waste of time to men. Right, right. We okay. waste a lot of time and chasing after too. pussy, too. bro. Yeah. I yes. love growing. I'm Chris. sorry. Mm-hmm. No, all the time he's wasted yeah. out here. I'm t- man, I'm telling you, trust me, trust me. I bet you I wasted more time than anybody in this room. We don't. I'm telling you, like for real. Chris flex on us. No, but I'm dead serious. I wasted the most time. Exactly. You bitch ass <laughs> But I'm telling you, if we talking about experience, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't sit here and say, oh, a guy going out on a date with maybe a good, uh, a high quality woman, just because you're not fuck, having sex with her doesn't mean it's a waste of time. No, I'm, we, not, say, we, I'm not saying, we, I'm not saying even on the first date, I'm just saying, don't go out with guys you don't think you would do that with. Just don't waste their time. Oh, okay. I, I hear I'm you. I'm not saying, saying, oh, go out and See, every guy you go out with, you should have sex with him. Yeah, I'm, and, definitely, and, and, I'm saying it should already be like, okay, this might could be an option. And see, Chris, I, I'm 50-50. I agree with it from a savage mode guy perspective, mm-hmm. but but truthfully, if I'm being honest, I disagree with that, because I think even for men and women, there's times I've went on a date with someone, and at the end of the day, I was like, oh, this person's cool, but I don't, I'm not sexually like yeah. motivated I'm with that not, person. I'm a, and the same I thing, agree and the same, with all of y'all on that. I think the woman... But you didn't go out with a girl and was like, at first, she wasn't like, oh, I wouldn't hit. You took her out because you was like, oh, I might want to hit. And but after I, that, but, but <laughs> you know, after that, that but you know, no, like, it depends. Like, as I've gotten older, my bar to hit has risen. Of but course. back in the day, to Chris's point, like, you, 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 had to be, you had to be dastardly not to be hittable. Listen, but <laughs> you guys are nasty. I don't believe no, in that. No, I'm just saying, like, you we, can't. Don't include me on that. Like, right, does right. she have two legs? But, no, <laughs> include okay. Chris. No, wait, wait, wait. Listen, 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 listen. Because if no nigga is sitting on his couch, even Chris Featherson has, is hitting all nines and tens. No, not, You've not hit at all. sevens and yeah. sixes. I didn't take him on dates, Willie. Okay, but I'm, I didn't go <laughs> out with them. <laughs> they never seen outside of my so crib. So she never got hungry? <laughs> for DoorDash? Door oh, door <laughs> hey, 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 Willie, Willie, she got oh, hungry no, no. for dicks. We're in our mid-30s. We weren't DoorDashing at 26. Okay, okay even <laughs> if they were DoorDash, we went and picked that up and I slid it back. We didn't go sit in the restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. My nigga didn't even take her to Pizza Hut. You're right. <laughs> I don't eat Pizza right. Hut. I know. Anyway, man. Listen, he's never eating Pizza Hut. I can't but do it. <laughs> Good topic, guys. Good segue. Welcome back from the bathroom break. Um... I didn't tell y'all this at the top of the show, but make sure you... Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell, damn it. <laughs> Sienna's not playing with y'all. We're trying to eat. Um, we wanted to discuss Lori Harvey. She better not ruin this last season of Snowfall. Uh... <laughs> I... 
want to talk about this because I feel like we're putting a lot of emphasis on her dating life right now. I feel like as women, I'm about to say who is we? She took dancing. I'm I'm about to say, yeah. yeah, she's with dancing right as now. As women, okay. Lori Harvey is the type of woman that is dating high caliber men mm-hmm. in her. Well, she doesn't have a field. I, that's what I was. That's what I was like. Her, her circle mm-hmm. of okay. people. But it's just like you're you just turned 26 or 25. Every birthday you're debuting a new man, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. When you're ready to settle down, because clearly she's looking for something, who is she gonna date? Who is she gonna marry? And what man is really gonna take her serious? Or is she gonna write a book? Um, oh God. What do y'all? And so, what I think it's just the fact that all of this is public eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see this mm-hmm. track record. So anyone that's dating her is going to be able to see that track mm-hmm. record. And a lot of the time, men are uncomfortable with that. They don't actually want to know. Oh. I, don't, I don't think they, they want to know, but they don't like it when they know. I don't oh. think they don't want to know. I think it's just more like, how would you look at me? If, mm. if I was a woman that was out here and I'm dating, you know, club owners over here, I'm dating business owners over here, mm-hmm. I'm dating any and everybody that has some type of status, but I'm just picking and rolling, as Kadeem would say, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden now I'm 32 years old and I want to settle down. Am I going to be able to still go to the high rollers to get that, or who am I actually going to be able to date? And I think a lot of times what women are doing now is they're looking at what Har- Lori Harvey is doing, it's like, girl, date whoever, date whoever. You go out here and do the same thing. I promise you when it's time for you to settle down, you're not getting the man that you think that you want. You may be looking for things. What, you, what Chris? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to have a different view, yo. Really? I'm starting to see that uh, you're, you're, you're preaching, but I think it has to do with somebody's vision and their goals. I think a lot of women, and black women in particular, they're not aspiring to be wise and be married like that. I, I really don't think that. Mm. I really think that's falling by the wayside. Yeah, if you, if, if that is true, it has to. And and I don't want to talk on my clip, but what I'm learning from is this: when your goals are different, mm-hmm. your actions are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Period. The only problem I have, I always say this: I don't have a problem with what anybody wants to do. Anybody, if you want to go hoe, mm-hmm. if you want to go slap people in their face, do it. But once the consequences come down and you start to like, oh, I can't understand why this is happening, why this is happening, that's when I start to have a problem with you. Because it's like, mm. huh? Why'd you do it? In, huh? Yeah. That don't yeah. make sense. Yeah, 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 I thought I was joking about the book stuff, but we seen the Superheads do it. We seen the mm-hmm. Britney Renner's on a promo run right now. She wrote a book. Lori might And be she's like, backtracking everything that she's done, which I don't, I don't think understand. she's smart enough to write a book. Who, Lori? No. We don't know They her, don't write you know, books, man. They get know. other people to we write the book. We don't know her, man. Right. And and I think it could be worse. And like I said, I think there's something to it being tele I mean, being publicized. But also, I think what you talked about is the frequency. It's like every year. Mm-hmm. And I I wanna talk about her and Michael B. Jordan, but I all it's all speculation. I don't know these people. Right. My yeah. my from my uh, view, it seemed like Michael B. Jordan is a good dude. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. The fact that Britney loves Michael the B. stories, the, the fact that stories have come out saying that he wanted her to settle down and wanted to start a family or whatever, mm-hmm. and she didn't want that, that speaks a lot. It yeah. does. Like, and think about how it would speak if it was a chapter in a book, man. Right. But but I, but I but I also want to say this no, too, though, which, which, which out, as weird as this is going to sound, 
I agree with Kadeem. But also, I, I, this is going to sound gross, but men, even when they're in that area, in that, like, that circle, they, they sometimes date with strategy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's going to be men out there that would wife Lori just to uh, increase their, their profile. Yeah. And the only reason yeah. we have to say this is because we have data around this. Yeah, we see yeah. Kim Kardashian has shown us all that yeah. even through her, she changed out dudes at the same frequency mm-hmm. and not only built More. a billion-dollar empire, and she also got married when she wanted to get married and Multiple still times. is very desirable to this day. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I do think there's mm-hmm. there's a difference when it's in the, the public eye yeah, than Pete on Davidson a regular Davidson ain't had no commercials right. before but, but, he was but, but, yeah. what, but what Brittany said that is valuable, though, and this is I just hope nobody's really thinking like this. I hope nobody is looking at, you know, media and social media right. and believing that this is reality. At the yeah. end of the day, it's like me going on watching WWF and saying, man, oh, my God, if I DDT someone <laughs> that they're it's OK, they're going to get up and walk around. If you guys are still in, the, in your mid 20s and 30s and believe everything you see in the media, right. there's still a deeper issue with you. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, uh, uh, there's something that's very glaring going on with us. I think there are two different goals going on. There's a difference between wanting to get married and wanting to stay married. Mm-hmm. Like I think Kim Kardashian, she's very good at getting <laughs> married. JLo is very good at getting married. How many of them are staying married? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I also say a lot of women are just raised to aspire for the wedding, the right. the, the wedding, the the yes. dress. The they don't get told anything about what marriage entails mm-hmm. into a few weeks before when they go to the church and they have to do a little course that ain't S H I T cuz I've been through it. They ain't telling you nothing. We having deeper conversations in this pod room than in them churches. Mm-hmm. Period. But I think it has to I think your goals matter. Yeah. Your goals matter, yo. Yeah. So and, and I do, I do, my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. You good. But no, I think Willie Hidden, like, there is a, a piece to it. Like, I mean, shit, Meek said I want Lori Harvey on my wish list. So at one point, it was like in the industry, people was looking to be with her. Mm-hmm. And like he used the Kim Kardashian example. Shoot, I just seen clips of um, Amber Rose talking about something. She got famous because of who she was with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So women see that too. And I think the women that glorify, they kind of want to be in Lori's spot. Like, mm-hmm. she don't really have, we don't know what she does. She doesn't right, do, knows. she can, just dates people. It's, it's, and, it's, and the crazy thing is, when you bring up Amber Rose, if you think about it, we, it, and I say we, because <laughs> women desire to be like her. They yeah. aspire to, and you when know. she was with, yeah, she was Yeah, she was breeze. literally like a fashion icon, and she mm-hmm. wasn't even a fashion icon, but. He is. And right. by proxy, she became one. But now. On, uh, we ain't going to sit here and act like that photo of him on the couch with her wasn't iconic. That was no, and even photo. when he had the mullet and he licked her head, it was fire okay (laughs) but what it is that i'm saying is like if you look at amber rose she was up there at Mm -hmm. one point her man that her last man left her to be with Cher. Cher. Mm -hmm. so it's just like who is amber rose going to be she literally has gone down Mm -hmm. each year if you think about black china i'm like i'm I'm just saying when you go to kanye where's up from here but that's what i'm saying like if you go to a lori harvey there's women that's going to be better than Lori Harvey out here as years progress. Do y'all think, what does she look like to y'all, like on a scale of one to ten? I wanted to say something, yo. But, uh, Go ahead, man. Then we'll, we can get to that. This society breaks down a man's purpose in a woman's life so small mm-hmm. to, like, just money. Mm-hmm. So when you do that and you create a comfortable society where anybody can get money, anybody, like, opportunities in a capitalist society, you can go up mm-hmm. as high as you want to. I think it cuts out a woman's need for a man. I really do. It does. And I'm not saying that a man is only good for his money. I think it sucks because women are being cheated out of everything that a good yeah. man can provide them. Mm-hmm. 
So when you ha are in this society, you can say, oh, I'd rather climb this man ladder and get to the bag than to be with a good man and have a good mm -hmm. longstanding relationship and something that actually is rewarding, like really soulfully rewarding. And you can't sit here and tell me getting a bag is soulfully rewarding when all these people get millions of dollars and still hang themselves. Yeah, agree. Like it's it's it sucks because females are, to a degree are being tricked. And it, mm -hmm. it, this just came to mind when y'all said that maybe she is just dating these dudes to to because it's fun and to just raise her her image, mm -hmm. raise her That's likeness sad. or whatever. But it just goes to show that they see what the society can give them more lucrative than actually standing beside a good man. <laughs> and I think that's just, that's exactly. not, that's not say, good. Though, at the end of the day, we don't know anything about this woman. I've seen her do interviews where she's called out, oh, they said you've dated Diddy and his dad. She's like, I've never done that. We believe what social mm. media shows us, and that's a problem. Mm. And then you have young girls that, or other, other women just thinking like, is this? Yo. It's not. You don't know. We don't know. That's deep. Because so. they do do that. Optics. That's why I posted that a few weeks ago. I was like, yo, y'all don't understand optics yeah, at all. But even yeah. then, she didn't say she wasn't dating them when they said that. She said it in an interview later. Mm. The other part her, of that her saying, oh, I was with Diddy and his son built her profile even more. Exactly. So now yeah. in the back end, while I'm doing this interview, because I don't have any real talent other than the fact that I'm attached to these men, I'm speaking on, oh, I actually didn't do that. But so, you could have you could have made a post about that earlier. So, Dean, so you think she took the benefits from the, yes. the volatility yeah. of the situation. I, I think we but on watched the back it. End, yeah. but we on watched the back it unfold. Yeah. Okay. Because we've <laughs> seen pictures. We've seen pictures yeah. of her leaving with Diddy. We've seen mm -hmm. pictures of uh, Steve Harvey on a boat with all of them. It, it's mm -hmm. just the weirdest thing. And then you see pictures <laughs> with... Hey, and if bro. I was a woman... <laughs> Y'all know me, man. No, Hollywood was, gets weird. But yeah, I'm saying, does. but if I was it a really woman does. and I could get a bag off of just being associated with somebody, I don't have to do nothing else. They gonna and, do it, and 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 I, again, I still don't think people we, we misunderstand like the strategy behind. Yeah. Them. we don't. Mm. These people that's are businesses. They yes. they literally can have a whole team that's like making sure what pictures get leaked, yeah. what exactly. narratives yep. are out there, guiding this woman's career. Do yeah. you think that it's strategic as well that we always hear she's leaving them? Of course. Mm -hmm. that you know makes, what I'm saying? It's never her getting left because that no, would yeah, look upon course. her unfavorable. Right. Empowerment. It, it, it takes away her power, yeah. Yeah. That's women empowerment but, if Michael B. Jordan leaves her. But, but this is yeah, because it, it is a thing. Oh, but nobody even, ever leaves me. I'm but, leaving you. But like, people don't even mm -hmm. understand. Like, some of these relationships, some of them, some of them actually start with NDAs on certain things. For too. sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, she said that. She actually she said that. Sense. No, Steve has one. He cannot talk about certain things about her in interviews. Yeah. Her own step. They start with a deal. That's, that, that to me is I just always, like, when they said that though, I was like, hold up. So if I'm Michael B. Jordan, she made me sign the NDA? You just never know. I was like, what? Know. I'm like, I'm Creed, nigga. But honestly, that goes back to what Chris says. Like, it's, it's kind of sad that, you know, women will look at a man in a sense and be like, <coughs> I'm going to use you to get what I need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when it's done, it's whatever. But so when it's. it's when it's done to y'all, y'all yeah. yeah. cry crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and I ain't gonna let y'all I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. If she drop a book, I'm putting it right on that table. <laughs> I said it here first. You putting it on the table? Yes, bro. <laughs> Why? It's probably gonna be good. Good how? Oh, entertaining. <laughs> that's what it's for. Man, that's did y'all read Superhead's book? Absolutely. I don't know. No, I did not. But I was young. Yo, what else do I need to know but you suck good dick? No, she has some stories in there, bro. I'm telling you. And the scandalousness of it was 
the people that were in the book. Facts. And because, you know, back in the day, we didn't have social media like Facts. we do now. I don't so care about them niggas' dicks or what they do with their lives. No, but to bring it back full circle, though, to what Brittany was saying, afterwards, after all of that, she ended up with uh, Eddie Winslow. As the, Eddie Winslow. <laughs> and look so at you can't, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You was in there messing with Jay-Z and all kinds, bro, Shaq, every, bro, everybody, bro. Will, and, she even said Will Smith was in there. Like, problem. Crazy. That's crazy. I think the problem with me, women, and I think Kim Kardashian for sure, I think they really feel like they can like hijack your energy and hijack your mm-hmm. likeness. You are never going to be those dudes that you lay with. I'm sorry. I don't care how many times they skeet in you oh or none of that. God. You, Kim Kardashian. No, but a woman Kim Kardashian don't got. Her man, right? She don't got. Mm-hmm. No, no, she no, don't got. Chris is, Chris is right. No, but you're not. No, she's not standing. She's not standing with them dudes. Yeah. How many dudes do you think, yo, well, she's really with that man? She's never been really with no, no, anybody. No, about how you're saying women have a tendency that's to how hijack you are the, a man's whatever, whatever. But no, that's because the man picks me because he thinks I'm a good reflection. But women do it to women no, as well. So no, I'm, I'm I'm, we're not talking. I'm not talking from a stance that men are of of high standard or high character. I don't think. Even I'm though not I think about Kanye, that either. But if you want to be a fashion icon it's, and, it's and demons, Kanye's in it's your DMs, demons, you gonna roll with that. It's demons being compatible with other demons. Period. <laughs> I don't. I, I, yes. I like what I like yes. what Kanye says sometimes. Yeah. But Kanye is extremely troubled. Yeah. yeah. Extremely yeah. troubled. Yeah. And that's why he ended up with Kim Kardashian. Exactly. Because she saw that vulnerability. That's why a lot of men... The law of but attraction. There are, but there are some women I that will. are soul suckers. Like, literally. Yeah. Because it's just... You can get around somebody and you literally have no peace. It's like, all of a sudden, you got anxiety. You're like, dang. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I have anxiety around you? But also, too, watching her buy... Princess Diana's necklace. Why do you need that? You don't. Marilyn Monroe's so people know you dress. Have it. Why do you need that? The same reason why Drake just bought off Pharrell's jewelry for a video. Who? Kim Kardashian. But these are dead people. Kim that Kardashian. Ca- yes. Because she feels like she can um connect to their life force exactly. energy somehow. Because they witches. And these people are high people that we care about. They are witches. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but people have put them. Princess Diana, everybody loves her. We love the Princess Diana, and I'm saying United States, America, and we don't even have a princess. Like, why right. do we? Why are we so you know invested in? That, but as a purchase, like as a, if we're talking about smart purchases, that's only going to go up in value. But she's wearing these items. It's like, still going to go up in value. It doesn't. But matter. it's yeah. crazy because the the dress that Marilyn Monroe had on, she wore and it ripped, and she still mm-hmm. put herself in there. That is a actual. And I'm using air quotes. Y'all cannot see me, but that's a national treasure or heirloom. Yeah. Why do you need to be that? She even has locks of this woman's hair. It's just like Ugh. Chris said. It's demons. It's it's the craziest thing. But Ugh. I'm getting hyped. I'm about to say you can I switch. See. The topic, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying it's playing the field. It's a waste weird. of time. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's playing the field. Chris already told time. us it's a waste of time, and he's wasting more time than any of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rap like around the clock. Like it's I got 24 hours on y'all. What's nobody, up? Ain't nobody say that. <laughs> okay, playing the field like in a respectable way. Like I'm honestly and openly dating regularly, spinning my plates, da 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 da. Or playing the field like I'm with you in ten. I think others. it all depends on where you are in your life. Like what what section? Like Willie's saying, when you're younger, I don't think it's a waste of time. I think it's a smarter no. play. I think it's actually more of a waste of time to be overinvested in a woman that early. That okay. The probabilities of y'all being together long term are very slim and then you know what I'm saying you really you could have been doing other things you waste time money energy all that you weren't focused on your purpose because you was focused on them but if you're spinning plates earlier in the game as a young man I think you just and I, I think this is the part where I probably am going to connect with Kaneem's uh, feedback and Chris's because I, I kind of agree with both 
but I, I still agree that you should be spinning plates. But I do think where we all probably made mistakes, and I think what Chris is really saying is that sometimes we over-appropriate the amount of time that we yeah. give to spinning plates. So let's say seventy percent of our right. Yeah. So let's say seventy percent of our time was really on the things that were most important, mission critical, self development, and being on our purpose. It doesn't mean the thirty percent of time that you allot to dating. I still think that should be spinning plates. I don't think that should be a pre commitment. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is though we we end up unfortunately doing the inverse. Yeah. We spend thirty percent of the time on the things that we have to quote unquote do, and the other seventy percent chasing women. Yes. And I think that's the part I agree with Chris. That is a waste of time. It is. But I, if we if we if we segment out the appropriate amount of time and energy for dating that it should get earlier in your time? No, I think you should be spreading plates, absolutely. And it's almost like idle time. Like, you devoted yeah. idle time to yeah. prepping for being, like, being able to get the woman, and it's like, you chasing around one woman while you could have been walking your path and maybe attracting 30. Yes. Mm -hmm. We, we, I think we have evidence of this as grown men actually on our, on our path that you can get women as you walk. Like, you just you oh, can yeah. pick, you can them, pick like them like flowers yeah. off the no, tree. Easy, apples and berries. But like, when that. we're in those teenage years, we are just all over the place. Like, oh, wherever she's going, I need to be there. What well, we used to, to say this. when you link up with your boys, where the bitches at? Right, right. That was, right. What, that was number at? one. That was the number one question. What the was that? Precious. <laughs> We like, won't set no traps. Like, bro, did you go to the gym today? Why are you right. worried about that? <laughs> right. We was acting like that jump was water. What's your portfolio looking like? We ain't even talk about that. We was like, where the bitches, nigga? Right. Where the hoes at? How do you feel about is playing the field a waste of time for women? Um, I think the way we play the field matters, too. Yeah. I agree. And I think Brittany's already talked to this. I think we... I don't know. We so we're extremely mo emotionally uh, dictated mm -hmm. to the fact that oh, we like this person for two days. We want to lay down with them, and we think that's like the ultimate thing. And I think y'all don't understand that that's the ultimate submission too. Mm -hmm. Like that is the ultimate submission that you could you could possibly practice is having sex with a man. Bomb that, please, because I feel like that's the that but that is the part that I feel like. Every time I talk to women, they do not connect on that. Yeah. They're like, they're like, lost. oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, my God, that's just my past. Yeah. Or, yeah, I was just fucking, I'm just, and I'm wrapping my head around, like, if you just knew right. <laughs> like how a guy sees that. Right. Yeah. Like, that, like, like once a guy hits, mm. there's like, we just feel like no matter what, we're up 70 to zero. Yeah, you can never mm. take it like, You can never take that away. Yeah, right. they, they think submitting is like making dinner and cleaning the bathroom. No. Okay, if that's the case, we all out here submitting crazy. Right. Sex is the ultimate submission. It is, bro. It is, and, and 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 this is what's crazy though. Like as I as I've got, as I've gotten Lydia. older, no, no. But this is what's crazy. I'm almost more like volatile over who you submitted to than even your count now. Right. Facts. Because now I'm like, that, I'm like that's I'm what like, I was saying. Like, it's not I'm about like, the numbers. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like now I'm in the same group with this nigga who don't even have a job. Right. Because I'm in the right. same group. It's like like literally now right. now I'm over here talking to the same girl that he was getting. Yes. And to be honest with you, if you want the truth, I'm like he won. Yes. Because we're not. Because I should I should be not I, I should be attracting women yeah. that he couldn't even dare to talk to. Right. That's Facts. Because he gave less to get exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's almost like you're going to buy those. It's almost like you're going to buy those shoes. Yes. You spent five hundred dollars on them, and you learn somebody spent fifty bucks on the same exact shoes. Preach, right. mm -hmm. Preach. Right. and so it's like, and then literally, so girls will be like, "Oh, you talk, talking about my past?" Don't say they're like, "No, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around yeah, this." I'm, like, I'm, I'm befuddled. Like, 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 I really just, I like, you really want to be with a group of girls like yo that even the like the niggas would be like, I can never approach her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like that's why we talk about access to your woman. Yes. I want to make sure that I want my bitch to be someone that I, that nigga wouldn't even think of. Yes. Yeah. He wouldn't even think that he could even talk to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I uh, and I, I want to keep. It's not it. about the number. Keep just the quality. Yes. So you're saying it's the quality. It's, I'm saying as I've gotten older, I've started to like ask more questions about that, and it started like you just said it, Chris. It's like 
I guess we, women just don't understand how we look at women and the value that we place on things. So my thing is, if you're willing, like I actually think you like him more than you liked me. Yes. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, I had to you, do X, right? You had nothing. You had nothing, and you had his baby. Yes. You lived right. with him. You did yes. all this stuff, and then yes. I'm over here, me and you're over here, putting like saying, hey, for me to be with you, I had to be here. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this nigga won. Yes. Right. And right. I get more and more disenchanted the more I think about right. it. Right. That's mm -hmm. a fact. It's a turn off. Yes. And it's just confusing too, and then just confusion makes it turned off. But I want to speak to what Lydia was asking. She's saying, why is sex... No, I think I, I, I'm okay. good now. Okay, okay. <coughs> and um, Danny, to your point, when it comes to playing the field for different for women, why is different for us is we always com um, connect men emotionally. Mm -hmm. That's our problem. You can talk to five men, and we still are like... He does this, he does this. He can hurt your feelings. This person can hurt your feelings. And it's just like, how are you dating five people and each one of them has a piece of you to where they can actually affect your mood in some mm -hmm. way, shape, mm -hmm. It's just too much. So when we play the field, we think that, oh my God, we just, like Willie said, this nigga works at, oh, my bad. You good. This nigga works at Burger King. But yet and still, because he has, I don't know, he makes you laugh or he makes you comfortable in some type of way, you want to have sex with him, but then you get with a man who works as the CEO of whatever, Oh, you gotta take me on five dates. Right. Why? Like that makes no mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Y'all tend to rush the connection yes. to rationalize the act of sex. Yes. Y'all uh y'all will open up a, a portion of y'all and connect it to rationalize me to rationalize y'all doing the do with each other. Mm -hmm. And with mm -hmm. that, it it cre I don't it, it just gives the access, like Willie's saying, to someone that you barely know. And I think mm -hmm. I think the playing the field is a waste of time solely because of just the other things we could be doing. Right. I think right. we, we we get with these people and then we realize, oh, I have this trauma, I have this, I got that, I got this, I got that. Now you're in this room with this person and you realize all the other stuff you could have been taken care of before you got with this person. Right. Mm -hmm. We could be getting into relationships way more seamlessly. Like I think as we're, we're, we're older and I think I, I even see that and when I was single, it was a lot easier for me to just be with women, like, and just mm -hmm. be fine, be at peace, give them more of myself, because I had taken care of all this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's why it's a waste of time, because there's just other things that we could be doing that are better, but I think these young boys don't know that, because, like, again, the, the programming that comes down on them, it's not telling them, yo, get your finances right, get your body in order, mm -hmm. get your health right, get your family right, get to spend some time with your parents, yo. Spend yeah. some time with your, your 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 people, and you know what I'm saying. Like, there's so many other things we could be doing. Go travel, go see the world, go get cultured, go get educated. There's and other things. With us, we'll find a man like that, and and it's like, oh my god, he's always so busy, or mm. oh my god, he just got other things besides me. Mm. But then you look at the dude that works at Burger King. He got all the time. For oh, right, yeah. he and he's like you said, love bombing. Yo, giving you all types of hmm. like, say that. Said affection that, and giving you all types of like little things that's boosting your ego. But at the end of the day, you can't even talk to him about finances because mm -hmm. he doesn't have a 401k. Because you're only flipping whoppers yeah. from eight to four. Right. And, and, and I'm not time. saying that anybody that works there is just, you know, lesser, the lesser mm -hmm. or anything like that. But as I get older and the woman that I am, I'm sorry, but that is beneath me. Yeah. Men. Mm -hmm. 
your woman should not be your number one priority. Right. No. Period. If she's your number one priority in a weird way, you're not making her the number one priority because if you had all these other things in order and making them priority, it would the trickle down would feed her ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like if I had my finances, my health, all this, that, and the third, it's gonna, it's gonna feed her ultimately <laughs> as a result. So they don't I think that, men Chris. that just make, oh, yo, the woman, she should be your number one priority. No, it's not. And then I can't focus on this other stuff. And then right. what if we, like Kadeem Bro. said, we ended up homeless. Bro, they bed. don't get that, though, because TV, the internet, everything makes us like, yo, you got to be working. Even the movies we grew up watching, like, what happened in Boomerang? She, she Robin Givens mess, uh, leave him. Mm. He's sad. He don't know what to do. My man's life fell apart. Mm-hmm. What? All right. them eggs in one basket, bro. Right. What? When really... It, the real Marcus that I know, first of all, I was a bitch. I was getting all the baddies. I would have been right back on my square. Y'all two being finance guys, what do they say about your money and your portfolio? What do they say you should do with it? Diversify. Period. Right. Period. I just, but we we just grew up watching, you know, dudes be heartbroken and then they just stop doing everything because the woman in their life is gone and that's like the worst. And we've all, I mean, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I ain't never done it. I've done that. I've been in a room in the dark looking crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Huh? We've been there. Watching Wreck-It Ralph. Me and Dean was there Rund. together, bro. It's, it's real, facts, bro. Facts, facts, facts. It's but, real. You know and, and, and we're not saying you can't feel. Like, if you right. find a good thing, right, and it doesn't work, we're not saying you shouldn't feel, but it shouldn't t- drag you all the way yeah. down to rock yeah. bottom. Life is life, yeah. bro, and you should have other things to look forward to, period. I mean, we, we and Kadeem talked about this the other day, like, on the phone. It's like, at the end of the day, it's still energy. And yep. Energy mm-hmm. cannot be either a loss destroyed. or destroyed. Mm-hmm. So you should be taking that energy to feed it back into yourself. Yep. And I think that should always be be the identity of a, of a man. It should always be, hey, how do I better myself, even in the relationship. Yes. Right. So if you're, if you're constantly taking energy that's coming from outside forces and feeding it back into you, you're going to be always in a better spot. So you can either be an absorber or you can be someone that's always like putting your energy out. Mm-hmm. You want to be somebody absorbing those things and using it to build yourself yes. up. So you, you just put it out. You just yeah. draining yourself. You're just draining yourself. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, I think that's the one thing I learned. And it took me a while to learn that. I didn't know yes. this yeah. growing up. And it's, it's stuff I talk to my son about all the time. And sometimes it's, you know, he's 16, so it's going over his head. But you I got to bring little Willie back yeah. too. He grew but up but I, I talk to him about it all the time. And like even I try to be very light with it. I'm like I'm like when he talks to me about his relationship things. I'm like, bro. Why does it matter? It don't. Mm. I was like, just continue to focus on you. And I get it. It's it's that 16-year-old love. But I'm just constantly saying, hey, that's cool. You can feel that. But continue to take that energy and continue yeah. to build. And you're doing it right. Because our parents yeah. didn't do that with us. Right. Can I speak Can I speak to what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of parents should be doing that. I wish I had that for my father. Mm-hmm. Me too. Don't be discouraged by the fact that it looks like it's going over his head. Because all that stuff is not going just in. It's not going somewhere and being deleted. It's in his head, mm-hmm. but he, it's, not the, it's not at the forefront of his mind, so when something happens, he's going to revert right back to your voice right. instantly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He might, not be, life to he might not be receiving that information right, right now, but he's, he, it's, it's in there. It's mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we all told that. So yeah. you know, My dad right. never, our right. fathers never right. talked to us like that. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. You know, what you doing with them girls? Boom, boom. But they never made it like, yo, don't fuck worry about them girls. I had a girlfriend all through high school. He didn't tell me like, bro, keep focus on them books. I'm skipping class to go be with her. Mm-hmm. And I was honest student i was like damn man i could have been a so i could have you know what i'm saying valedictorian if i really p- applied myself and i think that's a beautiful conversation because a lot of the times when stuff is happening even if it's not bad we don't have that frame of reference to go back to mm-hmm. it's all feelings mm-hmm. and then that's why when they leave us or we get dumped we have nothing to go it's mm-hmm. just darkness like you said we in the dark <laughs> and that's that's literally symbolic of the light that we weren't provided yo mm-hmm. we weren't provided that light that make willie is giving little willie yeah it was just it was just a lot of surface level condoms. Don't do the, you know what I'm saying? Like barely that, bro. Right, right. right. I'm, I'm Team Raw Dog because he, he talked to me about trial himself. and error, bro. <laughs>
That is true, though. But good, good, good alley you, bro, because we're going to talk about male affection. I seen this clip on uh, Instagram. Young man talking about his son. Willie got a son. We don't. I'm a, I'm a girl dad, but we should have a I son. can relate. Maybe one day. You going to try again, Chris? I don't know. I'm thinking. Let's talk man. about this for a minute. I just seen this picture floating around Facebook with the caption saying, This is weird. So I reposted it to my my webs, I mean my podcast page to get see what type of energy I would get. And I must say I'm surprised. A lot of the men are calling out this as suspect. And I'm gonna put it on the as screen, weird, yeah. as unacceptable. I'm disappointed, fellas. I'm disappointed, fellas, because as the as a boy dad, a father of five boys, my oldest being 19 today, he turned 19 today. If he decided, my 19-year-old decided he wanted to crawl up on me and fall asleep in my arms, guess what? He can do that. Mm -hmm. What's weird about this? What's unacceptable about this? I guarantee you, if a lot of y'all had a hug y'all fathers, if a lot of y'all fathers had a hug y'all sons, they wouldn't be in jail right now. They'd still be breathing right now if they was able to do this with their dads. Tell me, what's wrong with this? And I want to hear from the men. What's wrong with this? Got this on my nose. <laughs> what's wrong with this? I'm, look, I got a 14-year-old and a 19-year-old. And if they both wanted to come get in each arm right now. So essentially, especially for the people that are listening to the audio, it's an uh, image of um, him and his son. His son is laying up on him, like hugging him, kind of like how I'd be with seeing him. Like a koala bear. Yeah, and the internet went at him basically saying it's weird that he's a boy laying on his dad like that. React. Um, I think... Why do we make it so that it's not a safe place to be affectionate? And that's your dad. Like, he wiped your ass. Right. You can hug him. Right. Like, why is that a thing? And what is the psyche of these men that don't think that that's okay? I think that's, like, the most beautiful picture that needs to be seen Mm -hmm. all around the world because... Men need hugs. Men right. need hugs. It's not hugs. just no, that's feminine real. energy right. that they need. You know yeah. what I mean? They need hugs. They need love. They need to be shown affection. I feel like the first affection a man should be shown is from his parents, not just his mother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from his mom and his dad. I love His creators. You. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. They made you. They are, you are half of them, half of your mom, half your dad. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to get love and attention, affection, from your parents. I want uh, Brittany and Willie to go because they both have sons. You can go first. Yeah, no, I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with showing affection. I think the difference is the reason why people think it's weird because people criticize things they don't understand initially. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, though, I just I just think that what happens with men and boys in general, though, is just the the way we show affection or the way we 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 show up for our kids are going to drastically change as they get older. So yeah, our sons are going to need hugs, but they're going to probably need hugs in different ways. They're going to need hugs in that first heartbreak. It's not going to be probably a crawl up on my lap type environment, but it might be I need to hug you because you the girl left you. It may be a hug when my son got hurt. I need to hug him and make sure that hey, you you understand you work really hard, and it's the first time you realize that sometimes you can put in work and the results don't happen. So the affection may evolve, but if my son (laughs) ever had a true desire to get up on my um, uh, lay up on me and crawl up on me, absolutely. 
Same thing if I ever had that desire. I just haven't had that desire to do that with my dad in that particular way. But yeah, I've wanted hugs from him. I wanted to hear his affirmations, his, him being proud. It just changes. I just think the way that yeah, affection yeah. and stuff, it just changes based on how, what we're, how, how our age. The things that we need that really validate yeah, yeah. us from our parents just evolve. So this is not as common. But if the person or the desire is there, yeah, absolutely. It should be acceptable. And that's true. And honestly, in that moment, for a 19-year-old to literally go up and lay on his dad, that boy has to be he feeling something. Well, that yeah. was his example. In the picture, oh, it wasn't okay. a 19-year-old. He was just saying, I have a 19-year-old. Oh, oh, and to okay. Willie's point, if he wanted to, yeah. that's an open place. But yeah. nor normally at 19, a young man's not doing that. Yeah. The hug is going to be different. But for me, and I'm sorry I cut you off, my dad was kind of really affectionate. My dad made it like clear, like, bro, it's nothing wrong with crying. It's nothing wrong with being hurt. Like, we all get hurt. You know what I'm saying? My dad wasn't uh, come hug up on me. He wasn't Tom Brady kissing me in my mouth. But when I see Tom Brady kissing his son, I don't. that's your son, bro. Mm -hmm. That's like some people would think it's weird that my daughter kisses me on the mouth. I'm creating a bond with her that she going to, like, we love each other for real. That's my that's my G. So I, I definitely think um, young men and young women alike, like, you need to know how affection feels coming from a man, especially like Chris said and like you said, your creators. Like, from both of us, you need to know that that love comes through. And I can speak to, like, for me personally, and not even for my son, my dad wasn't affectionate at all. Like, to this day, if he tries to hug me, it's probably, like, that awkward hug that they did on Step Brothers when they were trying to, <laughs> you know. But it's just, it's not that I don't give it to my son because my son gets way too much affection on my side. But I understand that my dad didn't know that side because he didn't have a mm -hmm. father. He had a stepdad, but, you know, he probably was still looking for validation of why his dad left him and why he had to have a stepdad instead. So I, I like to give my dad grace in that particular area. But as far as my son, I always tell his dad, like, I understand you're mad at him if he did something wrong, but it's not your first thing to holler at him and be mad at him and just automatically go to, oh, you a man, so no, no. he He's technically right now, he's a boy, so yeah. treat him as a boy. Don't sit here and put manly traits on a, a child. Like, yeah. he cannot handle that. So when he goes to school and, you know, he's bucking up at kids and he's ready to fight, mm -hmm. you like, okay, well, you said be a man. So this is what I feel like men should do. So I say all that to say I think that that was beautiful. I, I, I love that message, and I really and truly like that this man was able to articulate in a way that it's not scolding people, but it's getting you to reflect, like, why would you be mad at seeing somebody else hug up on their son? And I'm rude because Lydia also has a son. Chime in. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean. You forgot? No, not, oh, yeah, I forgot I had a child. No. I just feel like my son will always know that that's a safe place. And I feel like as he gets older, and that becomes more rare for him to want to like sit on my lap and hug me or whatever, which I feel like is a natural progression. I would think that it's more important than because if he does hug me, he's do he needs something. Like he's he needs there's an emotion that is turbulent mm -hmm. that he needs the peace of my affection for. We talk about male affection though, from his right, dad, and from his dad. and from his dad. Same, exactly what I said for me. Copy paste over there. Like, you, when you get older and you hug your parents, you need something. If I go to my mom's house and I hug her, especially in the way that they were hugged up in that picture, I'm probably about to cry about something. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, the I'm tear was right here. <laughs> like, y you know what I'm saying? And I'm almost 30. But there's, what are we even talking about? 
You know, <laughs> what are we? What are we talking? Yeah, about? but uh, but you know what, what? What is unique though, and I think we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast. Like I personally grew up in a two parent household, but I raised my kids in a single parent household. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the 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 biggest difference that I've noticed, and I said this last time, is there is like a, a, a dichotomy when you have both parents in a household, how affection mm-hmm. is, is distributed. Because yeah, now yeah. you have, you see, the, you see the holistic picture. So you see how the mom is showing up every single day because you're present. And then you're seeing the dad, you're saying, hey, where are the ways that I can complement what the mom is doing so we can give this person a more well-rounded affection view. Mm-hmm. I, I still believe if, if we were like truly connected co-parenting, the way I'm gonna show affection <laughs> is gonna be a little bit different because I'm gonna try to show them a, a, a plethora of emotions and how to show affection. I don't want my kid to only have one way to show affection yeah. because then they think the absence of that affection means that if someone's not being affectionate. Yeah. Yes. I do think with us being single parents, and a lot of us in this room are, mm-hmm. um, it, it does kind of create, like now I don't know what the kind of affection he's getting, so now I've, I may feel like I need to do oh, both. Yeah. Right, I may, and even as a man, I may feel like I need to be a little bit more like, you know, in the middle because I don't know how his mom is treating him. So mm-hmm. I do think that like mm-hmm. with Chris and Kadeem, and I've said this to Kadeem so many times, I'm gonna be very public about it. There, there's so much value in being able to raise the, the kid with your kid's mom. It's so much value. It's stuff you don't even know until you're actually out of it. Then when you have to sit there in a room and sit there and say, I don't know what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. They can tell you things, but yeah. you're not there every single day. Mm-hmm. It's different being with your kid every day and then being with your kid twice days, three days. The, the cord is not, it's never gonna be equally distributed. Mm-hmm. So now you're literally just supplementing things you don't even know what you're supplementing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything, Chris? Um, I think Willie, what you said hit the nail on the head a lot. I think um, how you receive affection and is uh, is different for everybody, and how you uh, react to a lack of affection is different for everybody. I personally, like Whitney said, my dad is not affectionate um, at all. Still to this day, I think he's become more lighthearted, mm-hmm. and he's more gentle with my my girls, which I appreciate. But with me, he was not affectionate at all. And it's funny because I have a family member <clears throat> who had the same kind of dynamic because both of our fathers were military uh, Marines and they they just, who they're Marines. And mm-hmm. me and him both felt that void differently. I didn't necessarily feel that void until I was, until I was married and my wife told me, you're not affectionate. And then I had to like connect that. I'm like, oh, I didn't get, I didn't see affection. So now I'm practicing it. And I'm realizing I'm not good at this at all. Like I'm like, Damn. like, and you beat us on the time. And Jesus. it's like I I think about it. it's not like second nature to me. Like I have to, it's like, that's what I try to tell her. I'm like it's not like just easy for me to do. But with my family member, he feels it drastically. Like he was missing it drastically, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how it's, it just affects you differently. But I will say like. With affection, I think it's important. Like, if I had a son, I'm not necessarily saying, yo, we just going to be cuddling all day. I'm going to give him a well-rounded, yeah. like, spectrum yeah. of what a father's supposed to be. Like, I'm going to be the, yo, stop crying. And I'm going to also be, oh, this is serious. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be both of those. Balance. Yeah. And, and it's subjective. I, 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 that's just my belief. No, I'm about to say, I won't say my dad was on no soft shit. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. he he also told me it's okay to cry, it's okay right. to feel yeah. things, but he also smacked me in my face. But you know, but you know what's dope though, Chris, is like is is this idea of like how we can respond to different voids and how we respond to our parents. Some people res- look have parents and we emulate it, and some people mm-hmm. swing the pendulum on the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know which which side we're gonna fall under. So it's right. it's amazing, like you said, like what you without even trying, you probably emulated it. You didn't say I'm gonna go emulate my dad, but right. you just you didn't know what to miss, and you just mm-hmm. thought, hey, that was the. <laughs> 
don't know. No, Willie's cooking because, I mean, true. just this, the fr- I don't want We'll talk about that on another episode. You know what, Dean? I think that this clip and the clip of the father smacking his son, I think they are extremely connected because I think when you have that affection from the people who created you, it instills confidence. It's like, yo, these people created me and they love me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And when it comes time for me to tell you something, you know this person, you know for sure. It's not even a question. This person loves me. So yeah. when I say something, they know it's coming from a true place. There's no even, yeah. there's no cracks in that armor at all. I agree. And it's good that you're self-aware enough to know where your, I, I guess, uninfection comes from. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people are just like, well, that's just how I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but technically it's not because. Mm. No, mm-hmm. it could be how right. you it's it could be how you are, but is it right for this? Exactly. Right. I was about to say when you care about the person that's telling you, you're gonna look right. Your but yeah. I, this is the one thing I will say though, like it, it's we, we we shouldn't take this for granted. It's dope to be able to be in a space where we have the time and the ability to go learn and dissect wh- yeah. how we are. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't even afforded the ability to learn wh- how they are. That's why they just say that's who I am. Some mm. people, some people are, are so have so many other things in their life. They don't, they don't even can't even diagnose it. Mm-hmm. They don't have the ability to get help. So no, yeah. it does. Like I, I actually used to be the this is why I am person. You know, it's wild. That's avoidance, just yeah. like we was talking it's about. I think mm-hmm. when you open yourself up to your mistakes or your shortcomings, it yeah. opens you up to failure too Agreed. or rejection. And people can't deal with that. They can't deal with looking at who they are and what they have to fix because it opens them up to yeah. fail at it. Yep. Like now I know I can. I just can't say I'm not affectionate. I can say yo, I'm trying to be affectionate, and I might fail at this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing good That's at it. That's weird that you said right. that. So even today, like I was in the gym. Me and Caitlin don't always go to the gym together, but we might cross paths while we're in the gym. Mm. And I be in, like, war mode when I'm in the gym. I ain't in there to hug, kiss, none of that. So I give her, I'm like, have a good workout. I give her a fist bump. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And I'm like, hold up, is that wrong? <laughs> no, because in my head, I'm like, girl, I came here to get work. I came right. here to do nothing else. Right. And then um, I gave her a kiss or whatever. And we've been talking about affection a lot lately because her upbringing is a little different from mine, so she shows it differently. And I think for men, most of the time when we feel like our woman is desiring us we are the ones that lead in affection initiation all those things like women mm-hmm. they're so used to getting that energy that they don't really understand giving it for real for real mm-hmm. unless uh, they want something from you for most of the time that in uh, my go ahead bro no that's in, no i'm no, just saying that what you're saying is interesting yeah. no in my personal experience it's just like you know women are used to you pulling up on them you touching on them like we want something from them or unless like i said unless she wants something from you just normally that's hey, just bro. Look, I'm not Chris Featherson, bro. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm but saying affection we, from your woman feels good. Yeah, we've been thinking. We've been talking about this a lot lately, and just like I be trying to be affectionate. And when I'm on wartime, I'm like I'm warring with everybody. I don't, right. Mm-hmm. I don't care about none of that. But that's true, and I, I think that also goes to knowing your partner. Yeah. So it's like if I'm in the gym and if I fist bump you, I don't mean I don't love you. It just mean like yeah, but it. like right Chris now. just right, said like, though. Yeah. No, but but what Chris was just saying to me, that's where I connected it to because it's like. Okay, even if he's not that affectionate and she says something to him, if I care about you, I'm going to look at that behavior and try to figure out how it can be better for you. But you mm-hmm. also have to flip it the other way as well. So you, have to have, you have to give grace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, no, we had the conversation. I, I definitely got grace. But it's just like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. So right. then you got to have that conversation. Like, oh, yeah. I want that. It's just like, shit, I give Willie a fist bump. That's my G. I'm like, hey, <laughs> right. have a good workout. Or I'd be like, fuck you. Right. One of the two. It's either one in the gym when I see him. Like, you ain't check in when you came in here. What's up? So, I mean, yeah. but affection is a real tough topic, especially when you're with a person that you committed to. Because when you're playing the game and spinning the plates, it's, that's not really affection. Yeah, and um, just to the male affection, it's just, it's just needed, man. 
Young boys need it. They need a, a full picture. And the same thing with uh, girls. We can do the inverse. Your girls need some of that tough love because, as we yeah. can see, a lot of women can't deal with. They don't even think that's love. They only think criticism is love. Oof. These kids need a full Mark. picture Oof. of love. They need the boys need a little more affection, and the girls, the little girls, need a little more tough love. Yeah. Yes. Bro, criticism might be one of the highest forms of affection and love. Yeah. If I'm trying to correct you, that means I'm trying to get you on that a better means path. I, care about I try to you. tell my daughter this all the time. I'm like, yo, just because I'm not smiling at you, just because I'm not telling you I love you, the fact that I am trying to help and correct you, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to make you into something. I'm here to help you walk through life. You are new here. We love you the most, your mom and your dad. We are here to help you with life. That's it. It's not always going to look like me saying you're right all the time or saying this and saying that. And that's but, where that. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say though, and this can be a topic for another day. But that's all. That comes from the ability or the 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 success of having a two parent household. Mm -hmm. Because I, I actually think that it would be harder for you to do that mm -hmm. if you guys were split. Oh yeah. Because they would mm -hmm. feel that different. Yeah. Bro, I was I with Sienna for one day. They went to D.C. for one day. She told me she wanted her mama twice. Yep. I can tell y'all a story. Chris. I can tell y'all a story. story when, I was, when I was had my little stint of co-parenting, my daughter wanted to be with her mom more mm -hmm. because I was more so, I was more stern. Mm -hmm. And I understood that. But we, we kind of got into a gripe because it was like, yo, no, she needs to be here. No, she wants to be over there. I, I understand why she wants to be over yeah. there. She's a child. She's going to want to yeah. be over there because you are saying yes more than I am saying yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And no, she doesn't just need yeses all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've had the same exact. And so, yeah, I'm, we're, we're like, said, like that, one, that, and that, but that's, that's been the biggest issue, though, especially <laughs> like you said, because and I think that because it, this sounds crazy. It's like the more yeses she gets over there, yeah. mm -hmm. that actually ma makes me feel like, OK, that's covered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's getting all the things that she needs over there, mm -hmm. like the the toys and the trips and all that kind of stuff. When she's over here, I need to give her something different. They don't see that with us, though. They no. don't give us. No. That, I'm not going to say she didn't give me that grace, but she was worried about her child. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I am worried about that child's future. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I love the child, but I'm also looking at who she's going to be at 29. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm like, yo, giving her all these yeses and all this yep. stuff is not going to lend well. I'm not yeah. saying you shouldn't. I didn't call her and say, yo, you shouldn't. You need to stop saying yes to her all the time. Right. I'm saying. Like you said, you saying yes over there, so I need to. You need to yeah. get it over here. So over here needs to be about school and structure and right. rules, and <coughs> yeah. so that at least we can complement each other. I, right. I, and like my thing is like I've like we value the other side too. Like mm -hmm. I can I can value the yeses. I can value the things that you're exposing them to because mm -hmm. those are things I'm not so good at. I'm probably not the best at. Like you said, let's all go take a trip to Greece. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, my mind doesn't go yeah. there all the time. Mm -hmm. But that's good that you get that over there. So when you're over here, we can compliment. So right. That's that's dope. But right. That that goes to show you that people don't know what the true definition of love is. Facts. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't know what love is, you always think that love is supposed to feel like the I most amazing thing. Yeah. Right. If you truly love somebody, I could love you and don't like that you are a manipulator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, how am I a manipulator? Oh, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, yeah. people pick out things and they're just like, <coughs> oh, you don't like this about me. No, I don't. So that's why I'm bringing it to you because I want you to change it. I want yeah. you to be able to identify that this is something that if I have a problem with it, I'm sure that somebody else will. Right. Really? Any relationship that you have, that's your mom, your job, yeah. you know, your homeboys. So go ahead, Danny, go ahead. I wanted to go back to the picture um, you're saying, Little boys need love. Little boys need hugs, just like little girls do. 
I think grown men do too. And I think mm. any negativity that came from <laughs> I'll give everyone a hug. <laughs> I think any negativity that come came from that picture probably stemmed from hyper masculinity, which mm. can not come from just men. It can be oh, yeah, yeah. given off from women too. Yeah. I think that if people stop trying to, uh, you don't try to sexualize everything or make everything, mm -hmm. oh, you're gay because you hugged that man. I think that's so important to see and something to talk about, something to acknowledge within a black the black community, the black community our especially, culture, for yeah, sure. our yeah. culture. Black, black men to a degree are plagued by that independence bug too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We think, oh, I gotta do it myself. I don't need to ask for help. I need mm -hmm. to do this. I need to break my back, all that stuff. Nah, you need to work smarter, bro. And, and you need a little love. And when you do get the love from somebody like that is a woman, you're looking at it like, you don't mm -hmm. even know what you're talking about. You're a woman, so let me go yeah. ask some other man. That's why I say brotherhood is so important, man. That's why yes, I like coming sure. in here with y'all, y'all my boys. So it's like brotherhood and being able to vent and being able to talk through all these things that you go through is extremely important. It's not even about, yo, we need to come together, cry and hug and all this stuff. But I need to be able to talk to my issues with like-minded people who I know are going through the same thing. Yeah. Your wife should be there to listen, but she's not necessarily going to be in the same boat that you're in. She's not. She shouldn't be. Your boys are going through some of the same stuff you're going yeah. to. Right. So you should, you should be able to take your armor off and give some of that to them. Mm -hmm. And then y'all plot and brainstorm together as how to come out of that room better. Bro, I talk to Willie and Chris for hours all the time. Facts. <laughs> Me on the phone. Facts. About Eric. That's Life. needed, though. Needed. Yeah. That's needed. needed. We just don't need brotherhoods to be talking about the chicks that we had sex yeah. with and all this yes men stuff. Yeah. That's what I think is like that yes men stuff is toxic. You don't need a whole bunch of yes men around you, bro. You need some dudes going to call you out on your stuff yeah. and say you effing up, period. For sure. But I think, too, I feel and like Chris women need Chris is always those. telling me I'm fucking up. <laughs> I know <think laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I think women need those male perspectives as well mm. because we nope nope they told you at the top of the show no <laughs> i know but I'm not, I, it doesn't have to be like a best friend it doesn't have to be like somebody but i should be able to come into a room and sit mm. down and not uh like say anything but listen to what y'all are saying what can i be toxic please <laughs> so like as a toxic man right I'm going to give you that criticism so you can be like, yo, he really loves me. You know what I'm saying? He's giving me that other <laughs> and side this is of He's not scared. He's not scared to tell me no. He really values me. And then that's when we in the bed together. Lord, uh, shit is diabolical. I'm not no, dropping a no, bomb for no, nothing. I'm not a liar. I'm not a Because I do think women Don't need those kind of. Stop taking good shit and using it for evil. Uh, <laughs> no, but duality. Brittany, are you in a relationship? No. Yeah, so it's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're saying that in the, in the relationship, the, the your man, the guy you're actually in a long term committed relationship, will become that male confidant. I think. He should be. He if, should be. If any man that's in my DMs hears this, I am in a relationship. Which is it? You single or no? Y'all yeah, want to rock out? She said, it on who Oh, see? That's all I respect. Y'all want to knock out these quick hits real quick? The yeah, Cowboys playing soon. Let's do it. Okay, San Francisco Reparations Committee. Oh, y'all got to tell me, but I don't know nothing about San it. I'm about to, Chris. San Francisco's Reparation Committee proposes $5 million to each long-term black resident and will grant total debt forgiveness due to decades of systemic oppression. Hit the applause I, for that. I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's my fault. Because it's a lot. But just the, uh, what it, what, at the bottom. To be eligible, the applicant must be 18 years old, have identified as black or African-American on public, public documents for at least 10 years. Dang, I got to move to San Fran. <laughs> They must also uh, <laughs> prove at least two of eight additional criteria. 
choosing from hold on, the list that includes born in San Francisco between 1940 and 1966, has proof of residency <laughs> in San Francisco Fuck. for at least 13 years, <laughs> and or personally or the direct descendant of someone uh, incarcerated by a failed war on drugs. Man, more applause. Hey, if it happens, that, that would be great. I just got to see if it. it I, okay, hold on. Let's talk about if it happens first, and then we'll talk about the probability and what it would mean for other states. No, I don't know. California been doing some shit out there. They they mm-hmm. they actually have been like keeping their word on a lot of stuff. They have five so, million is a lot of money for every black resident. I just don't think that, that is that. true. That's Silicon Valley. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a me personally. I don't think that's a good idea. And hmm. the reason why I say that is, you're giving people five million dollars and debt forgiveness. And debt forgiveness, right? It's big. All at once. All at once, mm-hmm. or over a period of time, mm-hmm. with no financial literacy. You're mm-hmm. giving yeah. somebody five million dollars. It's a stimulus package, because most of five million dollars <laughs> stimulate me. Uh, I will say, out. everybody's <laughs> gonna be rich for about a year and a half. If they only do it in San Fran, then people are gonna come from all over. Like, look, I heard you were rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, go ahead, Chris. I, I was I will say what Brittany's saying is a hundred. I wanna I don't wanna be I don't wanna be a pessimist with this topic. I feel like this is a good mm. thing that's happening. But I also feel like, yo, if you looking at black people and you looking at the state that we're in and mm-hmm. looking at how much we consume, giving that money, you're just a bridge to a degree. You're just a bridge. Just like I said with the uh whole um whatever it was, just giving giving us money. All is, all we're gonna do is pour it back into the uh oh, that's why I said the economy. Yeah. And five million is a lot, so I don't went by a crib, I bought big cars. San Francisco. But we can say yeah, I would move. We can <laughs> say <laughs> but we can say there's gonna be some black people in that pool that, that get that money, smart. they're yes. gonna do good yes, things. For sure. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Do you think it would be different if they gave you like five million and a few acres of land also? I'd rather have the land. Uh, yeah, and I think I maybe take two million off. Yeah. Give me three million or something. No, land. give me the cash. I'm gonna go get my own land. <laughs> right. I'm moving to Montana. But if they're doing debt forgiveness and they're giving out land, yeah, I'll take the I'll take the three million and <laughs> the so land. You gotta have cash mm-hmm. to build some on the land. What you think, Willie? I mean, it, it would be dope. I just I I'm I, I'm too pessimist on this one. I just can't. It's, Look it's, at our trauma, yo. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just, because yeah. if, if they do it, then yeah. other states, are, right. that's pl- applies pressure to others. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, yeah. The next is tier really is that. like just, I'm going to drop five M's on you right now, or, or could it be like I'll take trickled, an allotment. You know, I'll like, take an allotment. Like yeah, Publishers Clearinghouse, $5,000 a week for the rest of your life type shit. The only reason no, why it probably I'm would be an allotment, a, but still. I'm going to be, I'm going to say, I'm a negative Nancy on this is, there was a black family that was in California. You talking about the uh, beach property? Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. she's still. She was, mad I'm, I'm mad about that because that was ancestral land that they were fighting for. They mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. They sold it for twenty million dollars. A beach property in California. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they were in <laughs> L.A. Mm-hmm. Twenty million is one house. That's one house. Yeah. One yeah. house, and you sold a beach for. Tw- and weren't they making? Weren't they making like money yearly? Four hundred and fifty. What? No, eight hundred and fifty something thousand a year in interest on it. Yeah. Um, I will well, say. Let's, saying, let's just say there's a knowledge gap, and on top of the knowledge gap, and we see it in entertainment. I don't know why y'all are so, bef- like, I don't. We see the rappers like yo. I just seen Me- Meek Mill said going bad did twenty four million by itself. He didn't see none of that money. Can we also say that there's a lot that goes into owning that kind of land? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. A lot of people can't deal with that responsibility. Mm-hmm. You right? I'm, my, I'm saying, 
If they willing to give you twenty million, they are willing to give Real. you two hundred million. But there's yeah, a but myth. If there's... I say twenty million and you jump at that, then that's on you. And, but and that's the thing. Right. It's just like where do we as people say, hold on, like uh, Jason Weaver's mom. Jason Weaver's mom is smart. Mm. Every single time that they play, oh, I just want to be king from the Lion King, he gets a royalty. They mm -hmm. try to give him $2 million up front in the mm -hmm. 90s. Mm -hmm. $2 million up front in the 90s? Mm -mm. No, sir. They could have ate off of that. But she can, was like, no. Can we just say that everything that you've paid for, you've overpaid for it? Mm -hmm. That's just okay. that's just the facts of business. Everything that yeah. you pay for, you are overpaying. Mm -hmm. I think if black people understood that and stopped thinking that this cost this, mm -hmm. it only cost it like me and Kadeem was talking about yesterday. It only cost that because you paid for it. Yeah. Period. Yeah, that's true. It cost them sixteen dollars to make that shoe you you got on. <laughs> right. I feel Chris, except for on the Just Another Podcast merch, it's worth every penny. Okay. <laughs> Get the merch. Soon come. That's true. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. We'll we'll stay tuned. Cause if they get their reparations, goddamn it, Virginia, I want mine. Too. No, we can we can we can play a little more. We can play a little more. Willie, if you get five million, what you doing, bro? I'm investing. Yeah, okay. me and Willie are putting our money together. Are you gonna fuck with us? Yeah, I'm fucking with y'all. Yeah, come on, Danny. Bro. If you get five million reparations, I want to keep things. I want an apartment. But that's investing. So yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, we're gonna put that money to use. Lady, what you doing? Um. I'm gonna get some properties and then I'm gonna give the rest of it to Kadeem to manage because he gonna I'm shark not you, yo. He gonna it. shark you. Oh, we we'll never do that. <laughs> I we don't want that you. responsibility. No, we gonna, well, that's, that's smart too. But we are gonna pull our money together and really get it. Get that's it real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Build that's one of them real. tiny house communities or something. Oh my God. I was literally thinking about yeah, that the other day. Community. Really, it's really in bringing the money together. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's a, like if if everybody in San Francisco said. Yo, we all about to move somewhere that ain't nothing there and just took all our money and built something, you can run it up. But that's mm -hmm. true because I feel like when you go to D.C., there's a little Chinatown. Mm -hmm. You yep. go to, mm -hmm. you know, certain places in New York and there's a whole, uh, what's it, Jewish community. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we what we got? The hoods? Like, that's not fair to us. We should take our money and build those same type of things. Even it's the some, Chinese. You know, we it's, need some, to it's some areas in, Nor in Northern Virginia that they know is predominantly what black wealth, though. Yeah, you know what we need to talk about? <laughs> One day we need to do some research on sovereignty and the laws that go into establishing a sovereign a sovereign body of land, and mm -hmm. we need to talk about it on here. That would be dope. Hey, I'll be watching documentaries on that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. right. Since it. we're talking about <laughs> land, hold on, let's go to the next. I, I want to make these pessimistic quick. about that in a way, too, because... We've all heard about what, like, Black Wall Street, how mm -hmm. everybody's right, yes. in one area, right. they try to attack. Like, I want your, I want I want you to pay me. I want your stuff, and I mm -hmm. want you to spend your money on my land. Of course. Me. We're the number one mm -hmm. consumer. They, 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 Part of them thinking that they're going to give people this money is because they know they they'll put it right back. back into the economy. Ooh, let me, let me tie this together. So I've seen this to where they're actually thinking about going back to separate schools. Do y'all think that that would be a good thing, or do you think it would be a bad thing? Amen. Mm. I've, I've what, said like on I've <laughs> said on social media that uh, integration was not a lot of civil ultimately rights. wasn't good for Black people. Right. Activists, in the hindsight, said the same thing. I, I actually agree as well. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. It, we maybe we would have dipped a little further. Mm -hmm. They probably saw it as we can recover this on a graph and just go back up. But we would have dipped a little further. But I think the the upside was would have been much much so. more. Because like she was just we talking about Black Wall Street, bro. When when we separated and did our own thing, we were flourishing. Right. Mm -hmm. You know and what I'm saying? Didn't and then do anything to those people for us to for them to kill them. And we did. We existed. Yeah, and we was winning. Existed. Seneca Village. True. What else but, is there? Um, what is that lake? 
in uh, Georgia. Oh, oh my they flooded, gosh. They flooded uh, it. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, but, there's so many um, different towns. The one that, that they say got a all, curse or something. Yeah. Like. yeah. I, I think that's the, the hidden message and the imagery that they try to show you in Black Panther. I think people missed it. Right. Oh, you weren't here yeah, for that one. Yeah, we talked about it. They were trying to show that. They were trying to show an environment where black people actually work together and pull resources. That was the imagery. And what did the government try to do? We need to get to Wakanda because they have. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody. No, we've been spoiled out. <laughs> this, but I have to say this because I seen a post and it's extremely true. Black people feel like they can only get the bag separate, and that trick, and yep. that trick is on y'all for for a degree because y'all <laughs> preach independence so much and y'all want to separate from black men so much. And then black men too, we get the bag and we don't really pull it like Kadeem and uh, Willie were talking about. Mm -hmm. I think we're being tricked to separate us and to separate our funds and all that stuff. So we can't have that group economy or that group economics uh, power. We can't have any of that because we're too busy fussing and Willie wanting to be separated to from each other. about getting a rental property almost every day. But, yeah. you, know, but you know what's so cra crazy though, Chris? I think because most people are not exposed to it, and I didn't get exposed to it until I got like a job where I started working with like entrepreneurs and I started to understand cultural biases mm -hmm. that people have. I started seeing how Koreans work together, how mm -hmm. Jewish people work together, how Middle I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it's like until you're exposed to it, until you see how other people move, you would never know how ignorant it is that black people don't. It's crazy because even one of the days of Kwanzaa is like collective works. Mm -hmm. And my mom would always preach it. But as a, like Willie's saying, as black people, you don't really see other black yeah. people doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to, to connect with that idea because we don't. You don't see it. The only people you see doing it is the millionaire billionaires, and then they're doing it with other white men anyway. They're not even mm -hmm. doing it with. And, to, and a lot of times they're doing it with their family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're teaching that first. And one of the things that Chris said is like we try to separate our funds. And the first thing I thought about was we as women are taught, girl, don't put your money with your man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If he's better at managing the money, why would I not? Like uh -oh. that makes no sense. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. If I know that as soon as my check hits my account, I'm not like this. I'm just saying. But as soon as my account, my money is in there, I'm going to the mall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what wh what are we even talking about? And now I have a man that actually cares enough to be like, hey, you don't need it. You just got paid. Calm down. Let's pay these bills. Let's put some to the side. Why would I not listen to him and let him take the lead in yeah. that aspect? That's the educational uh, gaps that Willie was talking about. Mm -hmm. I think we don't understand the process like y'all were talking about. We just see the individual, and we think they just did that on their own. We yeah. don't understand that yeah. that person who owns that Korean store is a, a product of the trickle-down of the whole group. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bro, it's so crazy because it's like literally they'll come in, they'll work together, the person will come work for them for a year, and then they'll make sure they'll, the, the community will set that person up that can for work move. for the yep. next move. Mm -hmm. Watch The Donut King on Hulu. I know it sounds yeah. so crazy, but it's about this Cambodian guy mm. rescuing people from Cambodia, bringing them to California, and he literally opened up I want to say 620 uh, Cambodian donuts. You seen it? No, I ain't seen oh. it, but I, that lends more to <laughs> Willie's point, right? That yeah. person comes from a place where he's like, I have my own tribe. Whereas in, we're African Americans. Right. That's not really a thing. We're we're black on paper. That's a color. They were right? so Whereas big. That people they, from Trinidad or Jamaica or whatever, they come yeah. together and like, hey, man, no, we coming here to do this. That's, that's a different. But it's crazy because they were so big that they actually couldn't even get a Dunkin' Donuts <coughs> or a Krispy Kreme in California. Damn, it's only lit. mom and pops there's, out there. There's even rules to slavery. Yo. Slavery is mm -hmm. biblical, and there's rules to it. Like, you are a slave for seven years, and then you get a certain amount of money and some land after you serve as a slave. Mm -hmm. Black people, some black people got that perk and then guess what they sold it they sold mm -hmm. the land they blew the money right yeah nasa finds a habitable planet y'all moving what's up all right i don't 
humbly. Nothing uh, NASA you know discovers no, an Earth-sized world in a habitable zone. Do y'all know what that means? Can I fly off? spirit to get there? No, 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 no. Can I pick about space? That's my that's my jam. I was about to say off this topic, but we've proven that we can't even create or or do group um economics. So why are we talking about going to another planet? We got there's levels, there's levels to it. We ain't ready to go to another planet. When I see stuff like that, I'd be like, people really think we're the only people in the universe. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. So there's another planet that's the same distance from a star as ours, and we believe that there's only life here. You don't think that there's life on this other planet that's yeah. in the same type of zone? I think mm-hmm. that's so like arrogant to think. This sounds crazy. Yeah, we ain't even discovered. We haven't even discovered, that's that's haven't even discovered everything on this planet yet. Fact, we haven't even been to the deepest parts of the ocean yet. But you have to think about this too. The reason why we don't think that there's other like life forms and stuff like that is because we've never seen it. Like I was watching a documentary. I'm telling y'all, I'm a documentary buff. Sorry, but I was watching a documentary on Rick James, mm-hmm. and he went to like Canada, Africa, and all these other places. And he, when he saw those people, he was just like, I would have never thought that. And I'm gonna say it. He was like, I'm not gonna use nigga anymore because I'm not a nigga yeah. out mm-hmm. here. I'm only that in the in United America. States. Mm-hmm. And what's so crazy is like, no, I wouldn't think that nothing is out there in NASA because number one, there's nothing that the government can show me or tell me on TV and be like, this is what's out there. I don't know unless I'm able to go out there myself. Right. There has not been a astronaut launch in years. Mm-hmm. I saw that in a documentary. But <laughs> so it's just like, you know, they can say whatever. It's like, no, if I somebody need to go up there and show me and I needed to be. They don't want to go to that planet. Then people going to kill them. Mm-hmm. I want to go up there. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going up there, but it's just like. I just want to see what the Earth looked like. <laughs> do y'all want to do that? Do y'all want to do that last one, or do we want to go straight to what are you watching on TV? Because I gotta go. Yeah, do what you want, bro. Do what you want. We, I think we got a good pod um, episode. I do too, yeah. and I don't really want to talk about I that last one right now. Fair. That's yeah. deep. Black woman experience <laughs> yeah. depression go differently. Yeah. Why would you say it? I've been talking around it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll definitely be here for that. Next episode. Next episode <laughs> on Just Another Podcast. But no, what are y'all watching on TV? Your Honor's back on. BMF is back on. I just watched The Doc the other day. The Doc was great. The Doc was good. The Doc was really good. Um, what y'all watch? I mean, Your Honor's, you've seen the both episodes? No, I haven't watched it Your Honor. Oh, Your Honor. At all? No. I thought I watched the first episode of first season. Did you watch it? Again? Hold on, you haven't seen none of it? Oh, oh wait, my God, God Willie, what? what? Is it called? Hasn't seen what? Your what is Honor it called? Showtime? Your Honor? Oh, oh no. No, I'm so wasting my time watching anime, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just watched Gangs of London. Oh my god! Hmm. Please, if you like gory, crazy stuff, please watch it. Gangs of London. But I'm a documentary person, so I probably watch every documentary. So other than BMF, there. what you watching, bro? That's it, bro. That's it. I haven't. I don't. Yeah. I got in trouble for watching that, that boy single, episode of man. Your he house. don't got time for all nah, that. Bro, I'm, I'm nah, you're right, cause you you, you put the show on, and the next thing you know, it's. Nah, bro. <laughs> right. He's trying no. to stay productive. Are you still there? He's trying to stay productive. <laughs> None of that is true. I've been like really into like home decor, so I've been doing oh. a lot of like YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. YouTube okay. More than anything. I'm on YouTube a lot too. I still like yeah. watching good TV. I do a lot of home decor, a lot of mail improvement type shit. Okay, I feel you. I really Willie is definitely red pilled. Yeah. Huh? I haven't watched a good show in a, in a long time. Like I, if I one, I don't turn on my TV that often because I'm just mm. not a huge TV person. But if it's not like a scary show or a scary movie, I'm probably not watching it. <laughs> or when I do get in the mood to watch TV, I want to see stupid shit. Like I want to watch Florida Bama Shore. Like I want to watch Jersey Shore. Like I want to watch. Oh, the Damn. ultimatum. 
stupid stuff. Yeah. No, it's a good mix. I like to have a good mix of television. But you know what though? Like I used to, I used to say watching TV was a complete waste of time. And I actually read something that there's actually like mental. It's like mentally exhilarating to be able to sometimes take your mind out of reality. Yeah, it's a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's why I play the video game. Yeah, I do. I I, so I do. I will say that. Even, I know there's some people who think on the extreme, like, TV's wasting time. No, I do think you need to give yourself those opportunities to kind of yeah. take yourself out of... Not 10 hours, yeah, yeah. but two yeah, hours with my girl watching yeah. Your Honor is a good time. It, it actually is proven to help mental health. Yeah, you have to take a mental break. Moderation is the word. Y'all Are y'all ready for Damson in this uh, last season of uh, Snowfall? I'm on time for that. Shout out. Um, they got a lot of recovery, Snow. yo. Because that last season was doo-doo. It was yeah, a little was. all over the place, yeah. That's probably why old boy dating Lori Harvey. Trying to get, yeah. <laughs> trying to get more clicks. But you know, I think why it was also kind of crazy is John Singleton's gone, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The first yeah. season without him. Yeah. So. yeah, that's true. Like Apple, bro. Goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. Apple's had breakthrough quarters. Well, uh, Eric, I, I mean, Chris, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, well, that's it. You guys don't really watch TV, and I'm only watching Your Honor and BMF right now. I'm watching BMF. Oh, there's a show I like called Georgia and Jenny, but I really like fluffy stuff and like. Everybody's been talking about Georgia and Jenny. I like. I like it too. This last season was so emotional. I said, "My God, let me call my therapist because Jesus Christ." (laughs) That was was a lot. Yeah, it was. It was a lot, but it was. It was good to see that in a young single parent household Mm -hmm. for her to be able to, and she's biracial, Mm -hmm. so she had to go through. All of that is good. Y'all gotta watch it. It's good. I like it. But the BMF documentary, if you haven't seen it, go watch that. That it was great. Oh, the BMF documentary. Yeah, they got a documentary that kind of shows the whole rise of, and it's uh, Big Meech on the phone talking through Mm -hmm. everything. It's it was it was great. It was great. I was actually felt disrespectful because I hadn't seen it yet. I was like, dang, I binged (laughs) it one day. No, it was fire. Because I I personally (laughs) I didn't I knew I knew about BMF, but it was more on the Atlanta tip. It wasn't. uh, everything that happened in Detroit and then how they expanded and they really was like the black mafia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I watched the Wu-Tang documentary for the first oh, time the other day. That. It was so good. And they, one of the things that I really loved about them that I didn't even know is how connected they were to their beliefs of what the Shaolin means and everything. Mm-hmm. Please watch it. Like that, that was like way before, you know, self care and self help stuff. So yeah, seeing yeah. them actually have that type of mentality and seeing where yeah. they are now, it was so good. It was. Well, so hopefully, good. y'all have different shows. What anime is you watching, bro? Oh, I got Crystal watching Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. it's really good. Yeah. Giant. Okay. Can I ask you what 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 is anime about? Because my it's son wants to watch it, but I'm just like, I don't know if it's something I should allow him to watch. Oh yeah, because some um, of them, um, a lot of them adult. are very gory. Like Attack on yeah. Titan is extremely gory, but. Mm. They be gory uh, and they be oversexualized. That's, that's tricky. It's just Japanese cartoons, though. Yeah. There's a full range of different ones, yeah. different so genres. 10 years old, no. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching that junk at 7. No, it's definitely helped me levels, more than bro. anything, to be It'd be honest. levels. It'd be like girls with tentacles getting rammed in some of them. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm not no, watching that. No cap. No I, I, like, I like good animation and fight scenes. That's what I like. Yeah. And it's a good story. Attack on Titan's really good. Okay. Hmm. Maybe you should suggest to your son that he could watch. Um, I'm thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> if she's trying to avoid violence, then I don't. I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy to because I like the watching, violence stuff. My sister watched an anime and they were watching Death Note. Oh yeah, no. And he was having the worst nightmares. Yeah, and I was no. like, oh my god, I've yeah. never seen nothing <laughs> like that. No. I, that shit scared. I don't watch a whole bunch of anime, but I do watch a lot of like DC comics. Even though they don't have good, the best movies, their mm-hmm. cartoons are phenomenal. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think the opposite, yo. I think DC like their cartoon movies. Yeah. Be ill, bro. No, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. phenomenal. I said oh. phenomenal, bro. 
Oh, okay. I thought you said like their um. No, movies. I'm saying their live action stuff oh, okay, be hit okay, or okay, miss, okay. but the the animated stuff. Yeah. They be, be killing it. Yeah, they do. If they could just apply that to the Yo, universe. They be killing it. And I know it's weird. Y'all probably like, can you watch cartoons and play video games? Yes, nigga. I'm well rounded. And women, stop making men playing video games like they a bum. Like, God damn, can he have an outlet? Please, right. can I have an outlet? Yeah. Right. And I'm nice to yeah. that shit, bro. Me and my no, man but, be on boards on getting dubbed. Like you said, like it's it's like. Do you want them playing video games with you at the crib, or do you, do you want somebody else's house right. playing? Yeah. No, and it's priorities. It's priorities. If you ain't got a job, you might need to put them sticks down. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, but don't sit on here and be like, "Ew, you play video games." Yeah. Yes. Get the bills paid. <laughs> house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the man play. You out here watching Carisha play, so yeah, you Carisha play play. Yeah. video games. Great mm-hmm. pod, guys. Everybody that's been watching, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell. <laughs> Peace.